I'm the most savage with it, the most hungry for this, the most likely to win it, cause most can't ignore this, the most underrated, the most fuck you pay me, I guess what I'm saying is that I really do the most, this is hard knives, fighting to get dog tired, getting better every day, searching for some growth, my mama working too hard, but I can't fuck with no job, I'm in the field still, switching my approach, I got drop top dreams, hitting nine stop threes for the team, watch me kill it in the don't have to ask me what I do this for If you know me, you know it's obvious that I do this for the coast It's the culture that made me Queens turned me to a man, I do nothing can face me I've been building this bus in the hardest city to do it On the scene, people tell us MDC is the truest Atlanta to the top spot, running this music We about to build this back from the ground No more excuses, we got the best in the world Like the homie Ben Lewis Telling Brendan if a trap gone Break out the nooses, they been sleeping on us like narcoleptics Folking like an antiseptic, now boasting just that investing So me when I hit these records, too much effort Nah, this can't be counterfeited, Hey, Y'all be scared to stand out, y'all be trying to fit in I'm 230 dry, still jumping up the stage, man Everything I do is wet, watch me hit the rain dance You got a team, but you ain't got no game plan At the switch, the kill switch, EP on the way, man There's more for me, I ain't giving them dabbing Focusing on business, I'm trying to expose the scene This shit is a vibe of dopamine, I'm just moving that product This I paid in full, but none of us is actors We some pushers with some malice at the eclipse on all you rappers So caught up in egos, that's that shit I can't adapt to Thinking too divisive, y'all won't never be a factor To elevate the game, I gotta elevate my mind I know the cost of this ain't free, I'm just here to pay the fines When I make a million, I'ma cop me a chain Took my ass to college for the hoes in the space And the party's probably why I had them horrible grades Nigga, big chief Bitch, I'm rapping for the big queen This me, one eighth for the whole thing So fool, we the ones thought I told you Stay tuned, I'ma show you how it go Move down south, swagger with the east coast float Carolina giant, nigga, FIFA folk I was down, I was low, I was on edge Hit the road, made it worse, now I'm paying for that Life a gift and a curse, so I'm praying on that Niggas lying in they raps when they lay on the track Young bull in the valley with a good go bad I digress, hold it down, I'ma be right back Listen, Warren Buffett handshake This the kind of rap your dad play This the kind of rap you can't fake no, they watching from the landscape. Fuck the opposition, nigga. I did the impossible. I read the defense. Like that rose. I still rose up out that sea. Man, I go so hard, I see shit like I'm on LSD. Shit, these niggas think I need them, but I'm the one they need. Shit, listen, I'm big step. Get out my way. Niggas be lame. I'm in my own lane. Give me the love. Give me the hate. Give me the real. Show me the fake. See it clear. See it great. What you mean you really can't? Uh. I'm up next. Call me Big Chief. One day, I'ma spin the wheels on a big chief. Big ghost, big plans. Nigga, I got big dreams. Baby, fuck a big chief. I'm up next. Call me Big Chief. One day, I'ma spin the wheels on a big chief. Big ghost, big plans. Nigga, I got big dreams. Baby, fuck a big chief. Yeah.
want a king, bitch. I'm a thug. But with niggas, you ain't fucking with us. Big stuff. Don't you get it mixed up? Got some flame shit. We should with aim shit. Get lift up. Chubby Thorn, Louis Vuitton, money type of shit I'm on. You be voting like futons. Eric Flair on his grind. Five star, RVD, cause I'm one of a kind. I can tell from her head that she wanna read my mind. And it's always for the cops. I don't got no time for ops. I be hitting all my shots like a sniper with the dots. That's red like chicken pox. And I'm kinda like the man with the hand that's a sock. Broken be the fucking faction. Money motors be your action. That's the law of attraction. Putting all this energy till I get my satisfaction. I'ma add all this paper and y'all niggas in subtraction. I'm the greatest. I'm the real. I'm the Back, I am the hill. I'ma do this shit for real. I'm like D-Ray with the steel. All my plays be highlight reels, and I'm shooting for the kill. Never snitch a silent hill. Ain't nobody beating Booker, cause my niggas always ill. She wanna kill. Ha, you a dub. Dumb bitch, you ain't getting no love. She wanna ring. Ha, you little slut. Dumb bitch, I was just trying to bust a nut. She wanna kill. Bitch, I'm a dub. But with niggas, you ain't fucking with us. Big stuff. Don't you get it mixed up? Got some flame shit. We Eric Flair on his grind and he coming for the crown. Eric Flair be the nigga and he always stick around. Eric Flair always hot and he never coming down. Eric Flair be the nigga with that also be sound. Is you dumb or is you stupid? I'm the one that murdered Cupid. I don't fuck with crazy bitches. I'm just sleeping, staying lucid. When the man, I'm the champ and that shit say undisputed. That's the wrong way, bitch. Over there is where your root is. Logan nigga and my team be full of loot, bitch. Yeah, stupid nigga, we don't even need that tool, bitch. Yeah, dummy nigga, till I got the loud pack. I don't think I'll ever get tired of that song. <laughs> oh my god! Yep, you're listening to Ben Talks right here live on Radio Free Brooklyn. It's your boy Ben Lewis alongside Addy the Baddie. Still here, back again <laughs> for another show. Yay! Uh, did you have a good week, Addy? Um, you know, it was you better. out here, you, you out here getting famous and getting popular. Uh, What's going on? You, you, know, you in news articles and stuff like that, man? Um, what's, you know, what's going uh, on? Yeah. I see myself as a martyr again. I'm really tired of it. Mm-hmm. But basically, um, you know, despite my pristine financial record, right, my black skin has once again <laughs> thwarted my opportunities yes. into getting into um, housing yes. here in Bed Stuy. So basically, what's going on in Bed Stuy and much of Brooklyn, particularly popular areas like Bed Stuy, Crown Heights area, um, there, if you didn't notice, um, is a huge surge of gentrification. I've lived here for five years. Um, and so obviously the neighborhood has changed quite significantly. Now here's the problem. I actually personally don't really care about like I mean I moved to my neighborhood because there's black people there. I personally want to live around black people, but I don't have the authority uh, politically or the moral authority to make that so. So I just live in a place where I live and I mind my business. However, in this country, white people have a lot of power to create the neighborhoods that they want um, that they want to see, and the ways that they do that are um, often very systemically oppressive. Um, They are reminiscent of the legacy of slavery. And Mm -hmm. in my particular case, I have been um, denied from several, uh, several apartment lease applications. Right. Um, And, and beyond denied, it was more so I was presented with extreme obstacles towards getting a place or towards securing a lease to which I am more than qualified. Yeah. Um, And so recently I spoke to a reporter um, and basically had to use myself as an example, which I really didn't want to have to do. 
but um, in the in my article, I actually called out the company as well. Good, mm-hmm. as you should. You as, yeah. put as much names out. Mm-hmm. Like they don't, people don't know mm-hmm. who they're messing with yeah. sometimes. And uh-huh. and not only did you did you see that um, you're able to reach out to a reporter, mm-hmm. but you got this platform as well. Exactly, the microphone is one of the most powerful things, mm-hmm. you know, in the world. So, I mean, if you don't mind, you should call them out right here on the show. Yeah. Like, so, wh- um, who, who is this company? This who are these company, people? I know one of the companies that was messing with me is uh, called Three Quincy Corp. Three mm. Quincy Corp or whatever. It's hard to even find information about them right. online um, because they know they're into some fuck shit, clearly. Um, but, um, you know, I was presented with extreme obstacles and hurdles towards getting a place. Basically, uh, I was called fiscally irresponsible, despite the fact that my credit wow. score is just under 800. Mm-hmm. Um, I was told that I was a credit risk because oh. I only have five trade lines or lines of credit out right now. Um, okay. And um, which apparently wasn't enough for them to make a decision about like my financial standing. Right. Um, however, if I had more credit lines of credit out, I would have been called a financial risk, of course. Yeah, right. Of so course, like, yeah. there's a moving target when it comes to black people in this country and when it comes to um, actually us securing the things that we earn and the things that we work for. And yeah. I really felt like I had to use myself as an example because I'm like, you know, they always say, like, pull yourself up from your bootstraps and shit. Well, my bootstraps are around my fucking neck. Right. <laughs> like my bootstraps can't get any higher <laughs> exactly. than where they are right now. Um, you know. I don't really like to flex, but I did graduate from Harvard, right? I have very little to no debt. Mm-hmm. I have thousands of dollars in savings. Mm-hmm. I, I make a lot of money for a single person, and my credit score is just under eight hundred. And yet, right. every everything mm-hmm. that ideally, literally everything, like you could walk into a bank and the process for you to get pre-approved, well, the mm-hmm. process for you to get approved for a mortgage loan, right? Like would go one, two, three with those. Well, in theory. Yeah. Oh, in theory, yes. Minus exactly. the black skin. Yeah. But um this was <laughs> in the neighborhood that you're trying to move into. Mm-hmm. So just another reminder, you know, I mean I didn't need the wake up call. I understood what it was. Right. Um I just didn't realize that they'd be this bold. I mean, I've never been in this financial position in my life up until now. <laughs> you know, this obviously I've been working for a long time. Well, <laughs> much longer than I guess in the past. And yeah. Uh <laughs> so I guess I'm I'm approaching my what seventh year as a career professional. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, I was hoping that my at least my record would be racism proof as far as like there could be no actual legitimate way for them to deny me, yet they still found loopholes away around that. Of uh, course what they, they wanted did, me yeah. to do was um they wanted me to get a guarantor. Um they want to to I guess, you know, to back me up on the rent. And I'm like, I don't need one, right? Yeah, because I'm right. making well above 40 times the rent. Um, my credit score is pristine. I have enough sa- I have enough savings in the bank to actually pay my rent for the year, right? Now, what this has reinforced to me is this process is that, like, I was, I've been playing around with the idea of getting um, property. Yeah. It's been something that's been, like, kind of lingering on my mind. Mm-hmm. But now it's, like, an absolute must. Yeah. I've gotten enough signs that, you know, as black people in this country, it's really important in our, our power. Um, to do whatever we can within our power to actually secure to secure property yeah. um, and so now that's just has forced more urgency on my end and I'm this makes me sick to my stomach because I really shouldn't have to be going through this I have I had a lot of plans this summer in fact I had a producer um, I was supposed to start get started with my interview series this summer yeah I was supposed to be filming all summer mm-hmm. the idea was for me to move first I was gonna use I was gonna use my place actually as a studio um, to just get a lot of things done. Um, but I've been spending I spent well over 500 plus dollars yeah. on this process between application fees getting to 
to and from these places to view them, yeah. taking off of work. You know, um, I've taken hits to my credit score. Every time uh, they run your credit, right. that's another hard inquiry into your credit report. And that reduces your credit score. So the irony being that, like, I have to be perfect, yet this process is actually making my profile worse. Yeah. Um. So it's just been really disheartening. And I, I woke up one day just really, like, upset. Of course. Of and course I took, you would. Mm-hmm. And that was the day I had to take off to look at some places. So I decided I'm going to just write about it. So I started writing about it and I started pushing it out to some news publications and somebody picked it up. Um, so, yeah, so that's where that's where we are now. Yeah, man. And that's just that's a terrible thing to, to hear. <clears throat> and, and it goes with the and, and we there's a there's actually a topic in our trending topics mm-hmm. where we we actually tap into that a little bit where as a person of color, you have to be twice as mm-hmm. good. And if possible, if, if if possible, twice as perfect mm-hmm. to get half as much. Yep. And uh, it's just a shame. And, and I hope and I, I hope like this article like takes off and it mm-hmm. gets in front of the right eyes and it gets in front of the right people. Um, what do you know? Do you know off the top of your head what publication? Um, yes. Interviewed um, you and everything? Yes. Yes. Very local publication. The Bedside Patch. OK. Which is actually one of the publications I actually read. Yeah. They send they send blasts to my email every morning. Right. And they always have really good um, headlines. They're mm-hmm. really good. They're really good with headlines. So yeah. um, some of their headlines make me afraid to have children, though. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, honestly, I felt like I had to do something brave, something yeah, bold. Man. Yeah. Because it's not about I start, you know, I'm not I'm not doing this because I need a place like I'll be like right now. I'm right. still you, on my current lease. You have a place. I, my my family have, lives yeah, in Queens. Right, exactly. like, I mean, I know that I know that it's simply a matter of time for me to until you, I find you, something. you won't end up destitute. No, well. yeah. <laughs> no. My situation is always going to put yeah. me in a situation where I still have privilege regardless. Right. right. Like I still have privilege regardless. I'm not trying to say that like, oh, man, it's so unfair that I can't get what I want. That's yeah. not my point in doing this. My point in doing this is really like to bring attention to the fact that like even with this perfect ass record right that like still white um white people um and their power white people have the power of discernment in this country mm-hmm. and you know they have the benefit of the doubt and they have the power of discernment and all we've seen throughout the history of time is white people using said discernment to preserve the legacy of slavery yeah. we see that when white people call the police on black people minding their business we see that when they vote Donald Trump into office we see that when they acquit um, black, when they acquit uh, white police officers, honestly, police officers in general mm-hmm. for killing black people in cold blood on videotape. So this is this is like this is what they're doing with their discernment. And what we've seen by and large is that there's no actual policies in place to address, to assess or to check and correct their discernment, which is brought up, um, which which has been used as a weapon against black people, people of color. Um, in this country So that's really What I want to bring Awareness to And it's sad That I have to use Myself as an example Yeah But I really I feel like I spoke To God last week And I was just Kind of like I felt like I was Fighting the air Because one of the Things with racism And discrimination You know it's hard To prove right Yep But when I talked To all the brokers Who would see my profile They were like It's hard for us To find two people Who together Have the record That you do Right exactly Right so they were like When they saw my application They were like Oh like they were Excited right Like this is a good thing for them because they yeah, can get they're me like, a man, place. I'm gonna get you I'm a place. Get, then I'm gonna get my money. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna get this. You know, I'm gonna get this lucky, commission quick, right, fast. How like, lucky I am to have stumbled upon somebody right, right, with exactly. this particular situation. Um, yet, unfortunately, um, what the word that my broker said that a lot of these landlords use um, to attract they they want a trendy crowd and just you know keep in mind for some of these keywords that you hear um, to code racism. 
Um, one of the the latest one is trendy. So apparently, oh, okay. white people are are trendy. Oh, I guess <laughs> interesting. As trendy as Taylor Swift. <laughs> but anyway, uh, what's our tweet um, of the day this week? Yeah, what is it? Uh, did I did I come up with this one? I mean, I never came up with a tweet of the day. <laughs> oh, I don't. No, this was from last. Oh, that's from yeah, last so, week. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, we don't have one. Oh, we don't have a Twitter day. Okay. No. Um. All right. So we're gonna jump right into our shout outs. Cassie's engaged. Yes. After the uh, standstill of a relationship that she was in with. That's uh, a great way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really good way to put it. A hey, standstill. Yeah, that's what it is. A- a- I mean, anyone who gets involved with, with Diddy know know that you're not gonna go be anything more than a girlfriend. Ah, uh, Lori Harvey might. You know, no, you're not going to be anything more than a girlfriend. Did he? Well, has he, mean, he's, he? This man has never been married. I understand, but you know, I think things have changed. I don't know. You know, I don't with think the passing so. of his, Mm-mm. of his. Uh, no, I don't think anything is different. Mm-hmm. I don't think anything is different. But Cassie is engaged, so congratulations to her. And uh, I'm gonna go ahead and assume I, I haven't seen the guy she's engaged to. I'm gonna go ahead and assume that she's done what most uh, female <laughs> black. Artists have done after they left one ancient dude. They went on to a European billionaire. Is that Ooh, is that the case? Um, so I wouldn't say billionaire, but I would oh, say okay. definitely a white, a okay. white king. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I he guess. was. His, I think he was their personal trainer uh, oh, wow. for a while. So wow, yeah, a little jeez, guy. Come yeah, on, he man. was like, how you, you gonna let him treat you like? See, that? that's the thing, yo. And, and you know what? I always gotta watch personal trainers, and I'm always wary. Now nah, nah, you gotta watch how you treat your girls. No, no, you gotta watch personal trainers. Nah, okay. Because nah. the thing about personal trainers, and this is how they get you. Oh well, actually, this is, <laughs> this is how personal trainers get you. They train you. They, they, they. You know, at a time where you're not feeling so good about yourself, and they're in your ear like, "Yeah, keep working. You want that beautiful body, right?" And you're like, "Yes, I do." And then you're yes, doing these these yes, sit ups and these crunches. <laughs> And these push-ups and everything he's telling you to do. And mm-hmm. then he looks at you and tells you in a few weeks, oh, wow, I really see the shape coming in. You looking uh, real good. <laughs> you looking real nice. And you're like, oh, this man cares about me. He's invested in my he health. Me. He's invested. He loves me. And then he pounces. He sees me. These these trainers, man. <laughs> these trainers. Ooh, child. I There's a reason you. why most of their clients are women. All right? <sighs> anyway, it's because dudes think they could do it all on their own. But then she their legs come out looking mad skinny <laughs> <laughs> after 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 weeks weeks in the gym. Mm. But anyway, yeah, I'm very happy for Cassie. She's a beautiful girl. Yeah, she, um, she should have I mean, been married a long time ago. Yeah, she truly, and she seems nice. I don't know her, but <laughs> she seems kind enough to not be <laughs> to not be getting played by that man. Um, Diddy, you know, <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna get played by anybody, hmm? if you're gonna get honestly, played by anybody, shit, honestly, <laughs> hey Diddy, you let know, it be a billion. Not gonna work yeah. out for me. I'm not uh, exotic enough. For this yeah, situation, that's true. No, yeah, but you're, um, not called, you're not racially ambiguous. No, is, is I'm sorry, Diddy. But if you could look past that, <laughs> I have some time to get played. I got about three years. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he's into like 21 and 22 year olds. So, oh fuck, you might. I yeah. mean, shit. I was accused of looking 22 this weekend. So, well, who said that? Actually, somebody told me I look like a teen. Who said that? Uh, shit. What the fuck do you mean? Who said that? <laughs> I just want to know who said it. That's a girl. All. Shit. Okay. Anyway, she, she wanted to get in your. Place. No, she did not. She wanted, <laughs> she wanted to have sex with you. No, That's why she said that. All right, he's, I'm done. With, I'm I'm done feeling attacked. Oh, All right, man. I, I'm gonna need a white male co-host. Wow. This is, I gotta move on. Hey, I might lose the show to a white dude named Ben. Who knows? Mm, I mean, uh, it, would be, it would be appropriate. <laughs> what you doing with the name Ben anyway? Oh man, Viola Davis is playing Michelle Obama in yeah. the upcoming uh, was a series or a movie? I think it's a. I want to say. 
series. Now I don't see how this I don't see how this this could uh this this could could work out. That's crazy that I, you say that. Is it? Yes. Because I feel like Viola Davis, first of all, is like about two three shades darker than Michelle Obama. I mean, it's not that deep. They're no, both, they're both like. Yeah, Viola Davis is like I don't see it. Viola Davis is like a little darker skin than Michelle, but they are both on the darker. There, if you had to choose, are they light skin or dark skin? They are both would fall on the darker skin of side. Yes, that is true. But I also feel like Michelle Obama mm-hmm. looks a little bit better than uh, Viola Davis. Well, I mean, that's your opinion. Not saying that they're both. Not saying that Viola Davis is ugly. Viola Davis is a beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. But if I'm a pick out the two, I'm gonna go with Michelle Obama. Like okay. so, so uh, okay. wouldn't you want someone I mean, if if a biopic is coming out about you? Wouldn't you want someone who is like I would want somebody better who, looking? No, than I would want somebody who's at are? least there's there's a range, right? So like if like I wouldn't want somebody who like looks nothing like me or somebody who is like not attractive at all. Mm-hmm. If I consider myself attractive to play me, but I think Viola Davis is attractive. No, I didn't say she I was. Think, she, yeah, no. Yeah. But I, I think that there's an appropriate range or scale, right? So, like, I okay. think that, you know, yeah, sure, you may not agree that she's as attractive as Michelle Obama, uh, whatever, that's your opinion. Um, but, you know, my thing that I would factor in is, like, not only, like, oh, does this person reflect me and who I am? Because, like, for me, it would be important for me for, like, a dark-skinned person to play me, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if I had a biopic. Um, and then it, I would want that person to also be able to um, to act, I would want them to be able to tell my story. So yes. I think when you consider the two together, I think that um, it was a, a great decision. No, no. There's one thing Viola Davis can't do is act her it's, ass yeah. off. You know what I'm saying? Like, So um, she's about to portray her in a series called First Ladies, a one-hour White House drama that has been put on the fast-track development at Showtime with a three-script commitment. Davis will executive produce the project, which hails from writer Aaron Cooley, novels four seats a thriller of the Supreme Court, the gun and the guns of Bridgewood, um, Davis and Julius Tennant, Juvie's Productions, Kathy Shulman's Well Entertainment. Oh, sorry, this is all. This. Okay, this man has produced a lot of things. All right, mm-hmm. uh, Showtime and Lionsgate TV will co-produce, so that's cool. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's dope for Viola Davis because she definitely deserves the work. You know what I'm saying? She, she does. She, also, yeah, yeah. Also, like people have come for her about her appearance. In so many ways, and that's been like a huge thing. Well, huge her appearance has like a, a lot of times she's she in her in her roles. I mm-hmm. think people are basing that off of the roles that she plays. Like in um, what's the How to Get Away with Murder? You know, at one point in in the show, she was like a recovering addict or whatever. So you're not gonna look the best when you're recovering. Well, yeah. You know? And then yeah. And, and I think she was in Francis as well, mm-hmm. and they were playing a poor family. So again, right. But there's a been a family, huge reason right. why she hasn't been able to get work in Hollywood because she's not that cookie cutter image about like what like you know an a quote unquote attractive person looks yeah. like. Which you know I don't know. I think a lot of it is rooted in like actual racism. I feel like if she was light skinned and yeah. had the exact same features, I don't think anyone would be as disturbed. Yeah, that's by nah, the way she's, that she looks. But she's a great actress. Yeah. She, she's amazing. So I think that and, and because she's such a great actress, I think those things do have to be considered. Um, and I'm happy that like there's more opportunities and roles for her these days and over the past few years. Um, yes. She's she's literally created. I mean, she's like you can. She's she's basically just like so many other black actresses in Hollywood. You have to be undeniable, right? You have to be extremely perfect. Yeah. Once again, just like my application for the apartment, <laughs> you have to be extremely right? perfect to be considered. Right. And that exactly. is the burden of proof we require from black women in anything and in all areas of life. And yeah. this is just another example. All right. Well, shout out to Viola. Yep. All right. Uh, another black woman. Shout out. 
Oh yes, Missy Elliott was yes. honored uh, with the Michael Jackson uh, Video Vanguard Award at the VMAs on Monday, mm-hmm. and she brought out a familiar face on stage. Yes, Alan Allison Stoner. If you don't recall or were living under a rock in your um, in the early two thousands, then you might have missed um, Miss Allison Stoner, the little white girl in Missy's videos. Yes. <laughs> that was her little her literal tag, <laughs> quote unquote, the little white girl in the videos. Um, and if you remember, she was um, in Work It. Um, she was also a Disney Channel actress at the time, too. Um, and she also starred in I'm Really, Really Hot um, back then in 2002. Um, but basically, uh, she was, uh, when asked by a fan on Twitter, and this is according to E! News, if she rehearsed beforehand, Allison explained how everything went down. She, let, she said, let's talk quick facts. Um, basically, the choreographer hit her up a day before to jump in and said, do your thing and then it was showtime but these grooves don't leave your system so she freestyled that whole performance which is incredible really yeah wow like and that's I think it just made it like I don't know it was amazing like it was it was whew, so awesome um yeah it was it was good to see and it was like a it was like an exciting moment for, mm-hmm. for the VMAs too to, to bring this girl out and when I was watching I was just like oh is that the same little girl from like yeah. the, the, the original video from back in 02 she's so, so cute yeah, I mean, I'm not feeling the haircut, but you know. Anyway, you could have got lined up. Any, any, anyway. <laughs> well, just to refocus this back to Missy. Yes, back to Missy, Missy. Missy, you know, really deserved this yes, uh, award. Yes, and she gave us a treat recently. Yes. She dropped um an album. Yes, I listened to it. Actually, like some of the songs on it. How um, was it? I, I didn't get a chance. It was only. To, it wasn't. I think it was really. I don't know. If, I don't know. I don't know what an EP or an album is anymore. Yeah, but who it was. Knows? Yeah. It was a 14 minute production that oh. I really enjoyed. That's it. Um, yeah, just 14 minutes. Oh, I could have listened to and that. Yeah, <laughs> just pop that in. It's really good. I, I I was trying to carve out some time. I thought it was like a whole like project. No. Oh, okay. I know. Sometimes you'd be sitting there thinking like, yeah, like Bye. I need some time to listen yeah. to this. I didn't even because, because of the way albums are set up these days, though. Yeah, like Chris Brown want to give us a whole dissertation oh on his God. album. Yeah, right. You know, I mean, and like I listen, <laughs> I listen to, it and I'm like, you know, I gotta. I, I, what I say about Chris Brown I said he hasn't come up With a lot of good songs His songs have been Really sticking on me uh, Like over yeah. the past I said he, I said he didn't come up I said I, I haven't been Too impressed with like The songs he's come out with Over mm-hmm. the past like few years But I might have to Retract that statement um, Now I still agree though That I still want Some more depth from him You know yeah. I still feel like I want I've, I still want to know More about like Who he is at the core Like what does he really Care about What is he afraid of Like what yeah. those things Because I think he's so good At like the party music He's so good at you know, like the love making fuckboy type of music, but yeah, eventually, um, I hear some yeah, more, eventually some he may depth. he may need to. I think eventually he has to give us one of those projects that mm-hmm. first off is like reminiscent of why we all like fell in love with yeah. him in the first place, yeah, and then like you said, kind of go deep into mm-hmm. who he is because we don't know much about him, uh, you know, other than the fact that he's a great dancer. Uh-huh. Loves Artist. drawing, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like he, he likes he, his kid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like so, maybe maybe he will drop one of those projects eventually. Yeah. Who knows? I think you know. I think it's hard still to also kind of find that depth when you're surrounded by a whole bunch of yes people. Yeah. And like true. you know how you know who's really challenging you every day, right? And stuff like that. So I don't know. But I'm not yeah. gonna make too many assumptions about his life. Um, this is about Missy. Mm-hmm. So congratulations, Missy. Yes. Congrats. On okay. That. Um, power. Yes. Power, came power back. was back. How do you feel back. about that? Oh like, man. Um. I think I thought it was a good episode. I thought yeah. it was a good episode. Um, as it, as it seems right now, a, a few takeaways. Mm-hmm. Well, for one, as it seems right now, it looks like Tommy may actually have the balls to kill Ghost, which I doubt. Um, but also, 
uh, with uh, one thing that bothered me, I will mm-hmm. say, is that Ghost is the scene where Ghost is having an argument. <laughs> okay, go ahead. With his uh, with his wife, his actual wife, his Good. actual wife, right? Like, and he is trying to somehow get sympathy from her for having Angela die in front of him. And he actually says the words, the woman I love was murdered. Mind you, he's talking to his wife. His actual wife. Right. Now, <laughs> after that same man, just days prior, went ahead and killed her fucking mistress. Or yes. her mistress. <laughs> killed her mistress in cold blood. Yes, strangled him to death. He did. Um, But he was going to snitch. So... I mean, at one point, Angie was considering it too. Yeah. Nobody went and killed her. That's true. So I feel like they could have. Tommy did. I feel like they could have like been a middle ground. They could have, you know. Maybe. But he tried to, he gave him some money and he told him to go away and the motherfucker came back. Mm, that's true. And, and you know what I'm saying? So, but the thing <sighs> is, I will say this Tasha seems to be bad luck because every dude that she tries to fuck with in this show wow. has gotten killed. You see, wow. You what? Niggas ain't shit. What you ain't talking shit about? Changed. So. She was messing with Sean and what happened to Sean? She, he got killed. And, and you she's can't messing blame- with Silver. And what happened to Silver? He got killed. Okay? She no. needs to stay, okay, in her house. Her fault, and worry about her family and worry about her kids. She's just Stop. a ride. She's a ride or die who's been dying too much. Look, she's she been riding. She's been, she been dying too much for the ride. No, she no, she had no problem, you know, with Ghost doing all the stuff he was doing when he when it was on their way to that penthouse that they stay in on the show. Okay? Now she's bad luck. All right, and she is not bad. Luck. Yeah, she is bad. Luck. Trash. Two dudes that she messed with, other than Ghost, uh, have been killed, look, murdered. We're not gonna say Tasha's bad. Luck. <laughs> no, the men around her are terrible people. That's what no. it is. So well, she let's hold them accountable herself. and not and not Tasha. For she being, decided to surround herself for with being those kind a of baddie. Men. And I do want to actually, I'm, I'm, I just want to call something out. It's, I'm not gonna add it to blow the whistle. I just want to say something. What's there that? was an article that came out. I want to say in People magazine uh-huh. of um it had the three leading ladies of um power on it. And Lala was in the middle. And I love Lala to death. I really like Lala actually has one of my favorite careers. Uh, She's beautiful. But they put her in the middle. And I thought that that was very disrespectful considering yeah, Tasha that Tasha, definitely should have been Tasha the is the actual star. One yeah. of the stars of power. Tasha, and because yeah. of how hard it is for dark skinned women to get roles like the ones that she has. Mm-hmm. I think it's important that in the way the story is retold, that her story is always put at the forefront. Um, really to make to make it sh- sure that people see that like look dark skinned women can carry these plots they can yeah. carry these shows yeah. you know and I thought that was not cool so anyway I didn't even see that article but no yeah. she's she's she definitely great. everybody if, great if, if anyone's she's she's one of the main characters yeah, of the show I mean, she so. should have been in the middle yeah, and definitely. even the way the the photos weren't didn't even do justice to Tasha I'm like no oh. of course not oh. and by that I mean uh, Natori Naughton her real name yes alright anyway next Um. yeah Coco Goff have you heard of this girl no, I have not. Coco Goth is I've been uh, seeing is a 15 year old. Okay, I saw this trending on tennis Twitter. player. Okay, who competed in her first U.S. Open match this ten? Huh? You said ten? Her first. She's 15. You said she's 15. Okay. She's 15, and she competed in her first U.S. Open match mm-hmm. this week, and she won. What? Yes. Oh my god! She won her first match this weekend. Um, again, she's only 15. She's a young black girl. And she Ooh. is doing her damn thing. And Coco. I am hoping that 
her she gets like she has to win in the next round uh-huh. but I'm hoping we see this Coco Golf Naomi Osaka matchup Ooh. that would be amazing because Naomi and I had Naomi in too but I was like yes. she had her moment already Coco's doing her thing yeah. right now it'd be but, nice to, for us to finally compete with ourselves <laughs> <laughs> right because Serena's been holding it down she really by has her side. Uh, granted Venus why that uh, white girl been, had been on that um, on every fucking drug enhancer did you see Serena um, Serena's husband came to came to the match with Sharapova with the dare shirt no I didn't see that that was funny I'm like so, that, that's so how Serena's, you ally. Serena's been dominating Sharapova since like I don't know God right. knows how long like, and Sh- despite all Sharapova the drugs has never, drug enhancements right exactly taking, Sharapova despite has all the ways they were trying to make it seem as though mm-hmm. Serena was taking drug enhancements and then right. trying to diminish her as a woman because of her physical composition yeah. she built that body she didn't You every, everyone's seen Serena grow up We've yes, seen her grow up. She, exactly. did, she was not that strong no. once upon a time. Don't be mad because we can build mass faster than y'all. <laughs> right? But I want to shout out Coco Golf, man. She is 15 mm-hmm. years old and she's out here. And I don't even, I, I think she might have to go back to school in a couple weeks when school <laughs> starts. Like, I don't even know. Like, this, like, imagine having the, you know, the, the, that first assignment you get, what you did this summer. Hus is going to be, mm-hmm. well, I was dominating the US Open. That's what I did this summer. But I want to shout her out because 15 young black girl, she's doing her thing. She and and by every expert is that has seen her, that has watched her, mm-hmm. they have said she is going to be a star. And yep. I I believe it. And she she came out and she's doing her thing. And again, I want to see her go up against Naomi Osaka, who um who took took us all by took the world by storm. I think it was last year mm-hmm. or two years ago when when she faced off against uh, Serena in the championship round mm-hmm. of the U.S. Open and she actually won. Um, but I like the, the 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 future for tennis, especially among young black girls, is looking great. We got Naomi Osaka and now we got Coco Golf doing the thing. So I had to shout her out. Well, wow, I also want to highlight that. Four of our five shout outs were directed towards black um black women. Oh wow. In fact, even the fifth one we shouted out Tasha. So. Okay, well I gotta make some changes <laughs> next week. You do, next you're doing week. your part. Ne- <laughs> next week I'm I'm gonna make some changes to that. So <laughs> ne- next week we're we gonna make sure it's not Ooh, as wow. <laughs> the oppression. Okay. Oh, so are we man. taking a break or something? Yes, we have some, we have some time. We have some time this week. I know, right? We're oh gonna my God, we, we gonna, get to talk shit. We're gonna take a break. Um and then we're going to come back with our trending topics. So do you want to come back with uh, Blow the Whistle? Let's get trendy. All right. Let's, <laughs> <laughs> let's get trendy, man. Um, you're listening to Ben Talks right here live on Radio Free Brooklyn. Aye. It's your boy, Ben Lewis and Addy yeah, the aye. Baddie. Good. Yes, did, I, did I get that right? You got it right. Oh, okay. Addy cool. the Baddie, Addy the Crown, Addy the Beautiful. All that, all that good stuff. <laughs> all right. We'll be right back. He said it's lit for me. I get what is meant for me. Fuck it is what it is. Yeah, I got big entities. Run to the man upstairs. Hoping I blow. I gotta go. Yeah, fuck up the road. Yeah, they gotta know. They gotta know. Yeah, you know, I can't let them get one up on me. I can't let them get one up. Yeah, I can't let them get one up on me. I can't let them get one up. Yeah, see, I'm a sitting life. Yeah. They want me dead, yeah, they want me gone like in the worst way Look, I say a word, they want me six feet down in the third bay Six feet, six feet, six feet, yeah, they won't give me, yeah If you want me, you can answer to my blicky, yeah Don't play with death, I got a reaper's all in the whippy, yeah And we been the blocks from your whole hood, nigga, come here with me, yeah, yeah Nigga, come with me, yeah, yeah 
told you that you was a big bad nigga, you was a soldier. Don't give a fuck about no nigga who done told you that you bad, that you bad, yeah. You made you feel like that you depressed me. I do no testing, I count up and count my blessings, yeah. I deposit, yeah, she come to rest in. That's just how it goes, ain't no wasting. Only when we vacate, it'll be sexing. You just need to listen much, this crap is the death of me Loneliness creeps up on me, you don't want this baggage claim Plus I'm chasing fame, I wasn't done changing Baby come back, things take time Please come back, don't hang up now Too late for that, can't lose your love now Too late for that, don't leave me alone now Too late for that, I'm alone now Please pray for that uh. There goes our future that's what this comes to now I don't trust nobody There goes our future That's what this comes to now I don't trust nobody They say B, you should open up They say B, you shut off too much I say nah, you just talk too much I say nah you just open up, cause when you at your worst, they pull out the hearse. Might as well dig my own hole first. Huh. I guess I didn't understand what a break meant. See you later, suddenly turned to never. I know you home, I called your phone, said you at work now. Then I saw you in Best Buy, you gotta go now. That's funny, matter of fact, who that nigga that you with? 
Is it legit? Is it a fling that he hit? Now you see why I don't trust trust. Trust that type of shit that leave you in the dust dust. Never wanted it to end. Too late for that. I'm alone now. Please pray for that. There goes our future. That's what this comes to now. I don't trust nobody. There goes our future. That's what this comes to now. I don't trust nobody. Yeah, feel me? Sometimes I feel like the only time I can get shit off my chest is when I'm in the booth. Yeah, even now forever. Yeah, I'm on a mission and get to the chicken. I'm sick of the bitch and I'm sick of the trip. And you told me you love me, I shouldn't have listened. Cause now I feel stupid. Yeah, you got me twisted. I should've never put no trust in you. Should've never fucked with you. But that ain't a loss, it's a lesson. And every little lesson gonna turn to a blessing. Uh, you played with the wrong nigga heart. I was really down to get you off from the start. How you turn your back on a nigga that was down for whatever, really down for whenever, get you fucked up. Feel like Emma, girl, you really got me trust fucked. When you see me doing good, you gon' be locked up. For the junkie, you should've told me what's up. For the junkie, you should've told me what's up. Throwing dirt on my name. Lied to my face, told me you ain't fuck shame. Lied to my face, told me you ain't fuck Sean. Bitch, you really had me like fuck going on. Lied to my face, told me you ain't fuck KD. Never in my life did I think you would play me. Talk about shit, he ain't get up in the race. Why the fuck is videos of you up in the script? Yeah. No lager, you really did me dirty And when you lie by mic, really hurt me I was sitting in the crib all day Why you letting niggas get up in the ribs all day? But should've known from jump Everybody said you was a hoe from jump That's why I fucked up, thinking I could change you Talking about you only played me, so I don't play you Bitch, stop capping, you know you ain't shit Talking about before me, you ain't suck dick Every time I hit the fucking block, niggas sent for you I'm the only one that ever was a friend of you I'm the only one that ever really ride for you I'm the only one that ever made time for you And when you called me, knew that I was sliding through I gave you everything, and I'm the one you lying to All I wanted was to judge together Could've made it out the hood, been good forever Stack money and just stay Hollywood together but God showed me that we was never good together I ain't mad cause you fuck these niggas Or you suck these niggas But you lie, had me finna go bust these niggas And you fuck these niggas And you suck these niggas I be feeling real stupid trying to bust these niggas I'm on a mission and get to the chicken I'm sick of the bitch and I'm sick of the trip And you told me you love me I shouldn't have listened Cause now I feel stupid Yeah, you got me twisted I should've never put no trust in you Should've never fucked with you But that ain't a loss, it's a lesson And every little lesson gonna turn to a blessing uh, You played with the wrong nigga heart I was really down to get you off from the start How you turn your back on a nigga that was down for whatever Really down for whenever, girl, you fucked up Feel like Emma, girl, you really got me trust fucked When you see me doing good, you gonna be locked up For the junkie, you should've told me what's up For the junkie, you should've told me what's up Throwing dirt on my name, lied to my face Told me you ain't fuck shame, lied to my face Told me you ain't fuck Sean, bitch, you really had me like fuck going on Lied to my face, told me you ain't fuck KD Never yeah. in my life that I think you would play me Talk about yeah. shit, he ain't get up in the race Why the fuck is videos you yeah. this crib? All the pressure ain't me for it to land on you And I swear I never meant to put my hands on you Told you all I wanna do is blow bands on you 24k carries diamonds dance on you Try to fall back and put the fucking pants on you Now I get a bad feeling when I glance on you All my niggas told me not to take a chance on you Now I really got a bull like Lance on you Had a lot of options, it's funny how I chose you You was just a lesson from God that I know too Lied on your dad, but I guess that's what hoes do If I really wanted to, you know I could expose you But I used to love you, so I'm a TP I'ma level up and get a couple VVs And that sick old nigga who you left me for Probably told him we never had sex before Cause that's just what you do Lie through your teeth, lie through the west and you lie through the east Lie through the north and you lie through the south, lie to your pussy and you lie to your mouth, so your new nigga, he was feeling for the clout, I'm on the road to the riches, we ain't on the same route, I'ma be number one, cause they counted me out, I don't see too many niggas really doubting me now, I'm on a mission and get to the chicken, I'm sick of the bitch and I'm sick of the trip, and you told me you love me, I shouldn't have listened, cause now I feel stupid, yeah, you got me twisted, I should've never put no trust in you, should've never fucked with you, 
But that ain't a loss, it's a lesson And every little lesson gon' turn to a blessing uh, You played with the wrong nigga heart I was really down to get you off from the start How you turn your back on a nigga that was down for whatever Really down for whenever, get you fucked up Feel like Emma, girl, you really got me trust fuck When you see me doing good, you gon' be locked up From the junk, you should've told me what's up From the junk, you should've told me what's up Throwing dirt on my name, lied to my face, told me you ain't fuck shame Lied to my face, told me you ain't fuck Sean Bitch, you really had me like fuck going on Lied to my face, told me you ain't fuck KD Never in my life did I think you would play me Talk about shit, he ain't get up in the wrist Why the fuck is videos of you up in his crib? Like they just be so insecure. They be. <laughs> Yo, we back. It's Radio Free Brooklyn. It's your boy Ben Lewis, Addy the Baddie. Hi. We back with trendy topics, man. I hope everyone. Trendy, trendy. What's trendy? Trendy. trendy. We, we about to find out. <laughs> we about to find out. Looks okay. like that that article is working for you already, huh? Oh my gosh, yeah. So over the break, I just checked my email and the article that I put out. Um, basically, there uh, people have been reaching out to me with apartment offerings um you know condolences condolences <laughs> uh people want me to talk speak in a larger story that they're writing and i just feel like honestly if anyone has to be i don't i didn't Do it i didn't all. ask for this you know once again but that's that's the thing about god you don't always you know god gives you what you can handle and you know i know that I'm, i've been I, I always talk to god about how grateful and blessed i am mm-hmm. to you know have made the decisions i made growing up to be where i'm at right now because you know that was that was god that was not me i was wilding god god took me <laughs> god took me <laughs> sat me down and shook me up so i'm grateful um that my story could be used to help other people and to really expose a larger issue and to hopefully influence some change around it because now the next step about this is like i really want to advocate for this like this is crazy this is crazy right and like yeah, I, I mean feel- what wasn't this something when you mm-hmm. did your uh, happy hour yeah it was wasn't it's exactly what this was literally it was this about. it's about yeah. once again white people have the power of discretion in this country so then the same way that they have the discretion to, to determine which bars they want to raid in the city and they're going to choose black owned bars and they're going to find problems right so yep. like that's the issue when you're black they're going to find problems with anything and everything that you do you can be perfect and they will find a problem with it and it's really it's really crazy because like you know i like things that people do and like that are you know the people make mistakes or they like i can't make mistakes like i remember i was on the train the other day with a friend of mine and my metro card didn't work and she was like just come through the gate and i'm like no she was like come on are you serious and i'm like i'm not coming through the gate fuck that no i'm not i'd be like open that motherfucker for me yeah here's all the right thing. i'm not doing that because <laughs> here's the thing i already understand that even with a perfect record i'm good right like i'm not taking any ch- like this is this is part of the crazy part about being black in this country is that any one thing goes wrong that's it right like that could be that could have been the reason why i was uh they could that could have been a legitimate reason for them to deny me and i'm not trying to give nobody no legitimate reasons so well addy they don't mm-hmm. arrest you for going to the case i understand i don't want no ticket. ticket i don't want nothing and you got to catch me if you can Mm-mm. all right i don't want Shoot. the ticket you got a time to you got a time to jump in i don't want turnstile. i don't want no i don't want no engagement with the police officers if that makes sense because once they have the reason to actually arrest you you know how many other things they can do to you you know what I mean? Like one, yeah. the minute they have reason to arrest you, that's one thing you have to know. Give them one reason, particularly as a young black black man specifically. Mm-hmm. Give them one reason to arrest you, they'll throw everything at you if they can. Yeah, because it's all about quotas. So you give them one reason, they'll find a million others. You got to time it perfectly though. You got to wait till the train come, right? <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm look, give look, you a little look, lesson. I don't need no lesson. I'm, I'm just right? look. I'm, I've been blessed in my life. <laughs> I got. I'm gonna go to the machine, miss the train, and pay my two seventy five. You could call me a loser. But I'm literally not giving white people any fucking reason. And here's the thing. It's not about them. It's about mm-hmm. it's about me. It's about like I've worked so hard and I understand that 
I understand my purpose and I understand that I'm living for more than just me. Mm-hmm. So I, I really have to almost be the example and um, just just to re- almost to show and to, to prove what we already know. Yeah. You know, we already know this. Even if I did jump a turnstile, that shouldn't stop me from getting a um, getting an apartment. No. Right. Like, you know, like how I wouldn't many- advise you jump in your advanced age, though. You know what I'm <laughs> I can't even jump. <laughs> You got. Hey, I don't even know how to jump. If that gate open though, that's God saying, "Come on home." Okay, that's, I, I, I got now, a theory. I don't I got, turn down blessings. If okay? I, yeah, if I got pushed through the gate, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> so if, you want, if anybody want to push me, if I if I'm struggling to swipe my metro card and that that gate open, that's God saying, "Yo, I'm throwing you a bone right now," <laughs> and I'm not one to turn down blessings. Okay, and even if you're scared, you got time and perfect. You got to wait till the train pull up, and that split second when they when you hear stand clear the closing doors, boom, <laughs> jump, hop on the train. Doors right, closed, well, take know, off. You know what I'm saying? Too bad my joints. You ain't hear that from me, though. My joints ain't set up like that. <laughs> anyway. You ain't hear that from me, though. <laughs> um, you want to um, take this one over? Uh, Well, I thought it was, since it's your alma mater, you could... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you just have the article pulled up. So oh, I do, yeah. So if you want to start that's, the story... That's because I'm, I'm always prepared. You uh, know what no, saying? that's just... Hey, leave it to a black man to be more prepared than a <laughs> black woman. You know what I'm saying? You're just in the van. You're <laughs> in the best seat in the house. So that's why. <laughs> All right. So uh, a Harvard freshman, an incoming Harvard freshman was deported mm-hmm. recently. Um, Now, uh, while most Harvard freshmen settle into their dorms, Tuesday, one new student... Ismail Ajawi, did I say that right? I hope I did. Uh, who is 23, faces ongoing negotiations with immigrant officers to allow him to enter the United States and mm-hmm. study at college. Um, U.S. officials deported Ajawi, a 17-year-old uh, Palestinian resident of Ty- Tyre, Lebanon, Friday night, shortly after he arrived at Boston Logan International Airport before canceling Ajawi's visa. Immigration officers subjected, subjected him to hours of questioning at one point, leaving to search his phone and computer, according to a written statement by Ajawi. What exactly were they looking for? I'm not sure. They were looking for any sentiments towards the United States that were unfavorable. Oh, my goodness. Despite, and and, and they're probably going to find it, right? Because if you're talking about another country that um, the U.S. has maybe direct military power over, I don't really know. Um, I don't know about, like, the dealings in Lebanon. Yeah. Specifically. Um, and that might make me ignorant, but <laughs> we know how how the U.S. gets down with you know other countries. Yeah, and and if you've been so, to another country, you know how they talk about Americans, in right? Other places, right? And know? so there's some obviously like valid critique in a lot of these places yeah. about how the United States deals with foreign affairs. Mm-hmm. And I believe that they discovered something that was less than favorable on one of his social media accounts. Obviously nothing that was threatening. Otherwise they would have quoted it. Right. But um, something that was probably less than favorable. But like, I mean, this is the country where you have the freedom of speech. But when you live in a country where basically the commander in chief has created this kind of us versus them mentality mm-hmm. where anyone who expresses any dissent about the U.S. or any critique to the way things are run, is now a terrorist, especially if he is of Middle Eastern descent. So um, that is obviously what's gone down here. And I know that if this was a young man from Europe who who was like, you know, who expressed frustrations about the United States and uh, said, like, I don't know, like, man, like (laughs) tweeted something that wasn't nice. I'm sure that he would not. No one would have rushed to the airport if he was white. No one would have rushed to the airport to stop him. No one would have searched through his tweets. They wouldn't have done that. So obviously this is clear racial profiling and um it's sad it's sad and this is the state of affairs right now in this country and we should all be very afraid Mm -hmm. we should all be very afraid and it's a shame that this story is not as big as it should be 
because this is like no of course they're gonna they're gonna hold this down they're not gonna let it come out as you know get mm-hmm. the exposure oh, he's originally from it, is he originally from palestine or lebanon uh i think says oh he's from lebanon okay i thought i saw palestine yeah uh, he's a palestinian, a palestinian resident, resident of lebanon, lebanon yes um now now to harvard's credit the mm-hmm. university is uh university officials are working close currently working to resolve the matter before classes begin hell yeah on september 3rd that's what i'm talking about harvard uh, that's what a harvard spokesperson jonathan your... l swain wrote you better use that email. gdp to help him <laughs> you know how much money harvard has like, I mean, I can imagine uh, they the, have, the amount of famous alumni, non-famous like alumni five who are times. rich. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, they have like five, almost probably ten times, like the GDP, like the you know, like the gross income and yeah. whatnot, capital of a like a of like a small country, Jesus. like ten times the amount. So, oh my gosh, like, what is one? No one school should have all that no. power. <laughs> but if one school does, then this is how you should be using it. Yes, yes. Now, hopefully, so, everything gets resolved with this young man, mm-hmm. um, and he gets to join his uh, his classmates cool, next right? week when classes start. Can you believe the summer is like gone through already? Mm-hmm. Like my goodness, we got to review the summer, the black summer next week. That's what we got to do. But anyway, man. Um, I, but I hope everything works out for for this young man. And and we talked about this uh, it was a, a couple months ago that they were going to start looking at social media profiles mm-hmm. um, as a way to uh, approve or deny people who were trying to come into this country. And like you said, if you're looking for something, especially in this case, if you're looking for something on someone's social media profile that makes them seem like a threat or makes mm-hmm. them seem like they have any type of terrorist affiliations then you're gonna find it it could be in the smallest statement mm-hmm. it could be in the in the in the smallest picture maybe you notice a hand signal in a picture that this person took so i'm hoping that this young man gets to like join his classmates next week mm-hmm. um uh, th- and that this gets resolved rapidly and Me again too. he's dealing with a very rich university so yes, they, they probably got so many good lawyers and stuff like that that could get involved mm-hmm. i mean hopefully he's he's fine He'll be yeah. Hopefully he'll be fine. But this is just you know, obviously, this his this story made the headline because it's Harvard, right? Like yeah. you know, like obviously that has weight. Um, but you know, for so many, so many people, so many Middle Eastern people, so many brown people coming yeah. from abroad, um, experiencing these struggles, not being able to like, there's so many people living in this country like in fear to continue their studies. Mm-hmm. You know, like just this, it's it's just hysteria. Around immigration and just this racial profiling is really awful and exhausting. So yeah. I'm really tired, and I hope that you know. I, I really hope that Donald Trump is not elected again. That's well, well he will be. I, I know, I, but I, 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 I a, girl, a girl can hope. <laughs> right. A girl uh, can hope. Are you not, not inspired by Joe Biden? <laughs> uh, I'm not. Uh, I mean, no. I I does I don't know if it, I don't think it matters if I'm inspired by any of the yeah. Democratic uh, candidates. No. I just think that the same people. Who came out and mobilized to get Trump in office is going to come out and mobilize to get him in office again, and we're going to have to go through this another four years. And I mean, at this point, I'm I'm numb to it. Me so, too. <laughs> so I, obviously, I'm gonna I'm gonna do my due diligence. And I'm mm-hmm. gonna go out and I'm gonna vote and hope that it actually go through the motion. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna go through the motion just to say that I did, and just so I have the right to complain and and, and speak my mind about certain things. Because the first thing mm-hmm. people like to say is, "Well, did you vote?" And if you say no, then they they kind of discredit all your points. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna go vote when the next presidential election comes up. Um, 
But I, I don't think that any of the Democratic candidates really honestly stand a chance. Yeah. It's a shame. It's a shame that yes. after all these years, <laughs> no one, they couldn't have come up with someone, I don't know, inspiring enough to like make things happen. But, yeah. you know, mm. here we are. All right. Um, hopefully people make the right decisions. Next, um, Richard Pryor Jr., um, Paul Mooney sexually assaulted him when he was younger. Allegedly. 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 I said it. Allegedly. We don't want to. We don't want to condemn no. anyone in this. Show. No, we don't want to condemn anyone. But I think apparently um, years ago, um, I want to say Richard Pryor's bodyguard had come out and said that and had made these claims saying that uh, Richard Pryor, that Paul Mooney was sexually assaulting, assaulting um, Richard Pryor Jr. Now, I don't know. I want to actually double check whose bodyguard that was. I know it was somebody's bodyguard. Um, Says uh, Paul Mooney. Yeah, his dad's ex bodyguard. Yeah. So his dad's Richard Pryor's son now is now backing up part of what his dad's ex bodyguard claimed, according to TMZ, about Paul Mooney that the comedian had sex with Junior decades ago, even though he's not specifically invoking Mooney's name in the accusation. Um, TMZ's camera guy ran into Richard Pryor Jr. Tuesday in New York City and asked about uh, Rasan Khan's allegations about the sex and um and Richard and Richard Sr. putting a one million dollar hit on Mooney after finding out um, Richard Jr. did not want to touch did not want to touch the alleged hit but he quickly pivoted to the topic of sex saying whatever happened to me took place long ago when he was young suggesting he was molested as a teenager well before the 80s he does not name um, Paul Mooney um, he doesn't give a specific age but afterwards the rep told us that it was definitely under the age of consent and uh when we asked about uh when they asked about khan's allegation pertaining to mooney um he said it should be noted that richard jr didn't name any names on camera so it's unclear who he's talking about here mm. damn Paul mooney mm-hmm. i mean I, I haven't seen much of paul mooney after the Chappelle show ended mm. um but Damn, but it's just, this is crazy. Like, yeah. who? Like, this begs the question: Who in Hollywood is not touching on somebody? Who's not? Like, it, it seems like this is common practice. Mm-hmm. It seems like everyone's doing it, and it's just the regular until mm-hmm. now when everybody's coming out and they're, you know, speaking up and and they're defending themselves finally and and they're talking about these traumas that they went through, but. This is this is a damn shame, and it's it's hard because you don't want to victim blame. You don't you, you know what I'm saying? You don't want to say things like why would Paul Mooney do X Y Z, right? Um, but at the same time, like you don't want to think Paul Mooney is is was doing this to people, right? You know, because it's like it, you don't you never it's never one victim. It's never just oh this was the only person I was doing this to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, so who's to say that in the next weeks, coming months, or whatever that. 10, 12, 15, 20, 30 mm-hmm. more people don't come out and say that Paul Mooney assaulted them when, when they were younger years ago as well. And I, I'm not one of those people that say, oh, well, it happened 25 years ago. It happened 30 years ago. You shouldn't say anything no. about it. I mean, whenever you feel the courage to speak up about it, you need to speak up about it. And if he did do this, then he needs to face whatever, mm-hmm. um, whatever future, whatever, like, is coming towards him, like wh- mm. whatever is coming to him, he he deserves. Because, damn, I'm I'm in shock. Paul Mooney, mm-hmm. damn. Yeah. Well, <laughs> once again, another reason why we said last week 
in the weeks oh, prior. God. Question everybody. Question everything. Yeah, man. This is another example. Just because your favorite person in the world is a great and talented actor, director, yeah, comedian, singer, like, uh, whatever, rapper, whoever you like. Uh, you know, you never really know anybody until you know. And I'm not saying that like one one thing defines who a person is, but I'm saying that, you know, we like to paint these stories about who these people are. Yeah. Because we want to believe in them and they provide us with um examples of people who we haven't seen on television to like look up to, you know, people giving opportunities to actors and stuff like that. And we can acknowledge the great things they've done. Like Bill Cosby, I'll never take away what he's done and contributed no, to of course, yeah. you know, um Hollywood, particularly to black Hollywood how many roles he's given to people but we have mm -hmm. to consider that like these people are not perfect and because they are, are have been given such level of protection considering their status um and their privilege um that there needs to be oversight there in, in terms of what they do and how they move and we should take these accusations seriously there's absolutely i mean most people would say oh he's looking for clout right like uh, where's the clout people yeah. talk about <laughs> Cause you know, and it's just like obviously he's not looking for clout. Like you no, know, his dad is obviously a legend, and um, which man wants to admit this, right? Like especially That's the thing too, yeah. Like, so this what, happened so long ago, right? What and man wants to you, come out and say like another man oh. took advantage of me? Like there, there's no like our pride is not set up that it's way. Not. Our ego is not set up that way to say that this person took advantage of me. At least, at least another man, right? You know, I, I've seen uh, boys. Especially like when I was younger coming up, mm -hmm. you know, kind of sort of like bragging about like maybe a woman take advantage of them, taking advantage of them mm -hmm. at a young age. But as far as another man, that's not something that you want to speak on. That's not something you want to talk about no. and brag about. That's something you're going to take to the grave. Right. So for him to to, to come out and, and say that and, and, and have these alleged allegations against Paul Mooney. I don't see why you would need to make this up at this mm -hmm. point in time in your life. I, I like, I, I mean, I don't follow uh, Richard Pryor's son yeah, to either. know if he has any sort of, if he's doing comedy, if he's trying to get his career started. I don't know what the case is, but mm, like I doubt you said, this would be the way. Yeah, mm -hmm. there's not, there's not really much a reason to lie, other than you have some. I don't know. There's no reason to lie about this. I I don't want to call a victim a liar. Like we we got to see more facts. But mm -hmm. this is I'm in shock, man. This is crazy. Yeah. Paul Mooney. Yeah. Disgusting. Damn. Yeah. Um. Really. Allegedly. <laughs> so. Uh. Anyway. Um. We'll let we we'll, we'll leave it to the courts or whoever to determine. Um. But I no. I guess the courts are not even gonna. It's too late. Um. So I guess it's gonna be. Uh. People gonna have to take his word for it. I mean, I I tend to I tend to believe the victim in most cases, right? Um, unless you know. Yeah, I mean, too many years have have gone where we where we sided with the, where yeah. we sided with the uh, with the, with with the, the culprit. The, with it's, the, <laughs> too many years have gone past right. us saying ah, know, nobody raped you. Exactly. It's just like you um, know. you know, I and which I which I think that the actual response to most of those things. If people don't know what to do, then just don't say anything. Yeah. But people will sit there and go in. You're not pretty enough to rape. Exactly. What? You're fat. <laughs> like, remember what they did with um. This wasn't rape, but this was the Usher case with oh, the herpes yes. and the girl. Like, she's fat. She's ugly. She's not. I'm like, you don't know what you don't know what these dudes yeah, you want. You don't know what these guys are exactly. into. Exactly. Like, he's he's so used to getting all the prettiest, probably skinniest girls in that, the world. and it could have been a slow day. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Well, he's I just mean, like, yo. You know, he's he he probably wants some variety in his life. Maybe yeah, like, maybe when, that's, when you have so much sex, like you want. Or maybe what, that's what he's into. Exactly, exactly. Maybe that's what he's into. Like also, when you have so much sex, like I'm not ever surprised when I hear these men like start dealing with other men. Like that makes sense to me. Like you you literally can have sex with anybody you want at all times, and who's going to tell you anything? 
Like that's when that's when your real freak flag flies, you know. When you have all the money in the world, who's gonna tell, who's gonna stop you from being gay? Well, I hope or not, being I hope, straight or whatever it is I that hope you're trying not, to hide. I hope there's not a cap on how many women you have sex with before you want to try men. Well, hopefully you don't experience that. <laughs> hopefully no one gives you that satisfaction to arrive at that decision. <laughs> oh my! I, I would hope I would hope that you are, you don't blue face <laughs> blue face your life out here. Oh, all right, man. next. Um, Hasbro owns Death Row. Yes. <laughs> I, I think that's really all I have to really say about that. <laughs> Hasbro, if you don't know me, Yo, uh, that's got to be the toy company. That's got to be the funniest, oddest shit like, yeah. ever. Like, Hasbro. So how did this end company? up happening? So, um, Hasbro is a toy company um, yes. that owns um, quite a few things, actually. Yeah. Um, what they have, their brand, uh, some of the key features of their brand will include Mr. Potato Head, yeah. Monopoly, Transformers, My so, Little Pony, Power Rangers, and um and You could see that? I could see. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but more recently Hasbro purchased Entertainment One, a multimedia company that yes. owns the children's franchise franchises Peppa the Pig and PJ Masks. And um, Entertainment One also has a music division, which happens to be one of the biggest independent labels in the industry. It took more. It took in more than thirty million dollars in revenue in the first quarter in two thousand nineteen, and apparently, um, Entertainment One acquired the catalog of Death Row, which has been previously, which had been previously forced to declare ba- bankruptcy in two thousand six. This is all according to Rolling Stone. Yes. So interesting how these conglomerates end up acquiring oh black culture through bundles like this. So, um, do you think we're gonna see like a Suge Knight doll action figure? Maybe a Tupac action figure. Because Hasbro made all the Power Rangers action figures back in the day. You know what I'm saying? That would be hilarious. I remember because... I think that would be too scary for a child, though. (laughs) That would have to be for some gutter-ass adults. (laughs) Yeah, that's for adults. Because for a kid, nah, you you want this Suge Knight doll? Like, who Mm -hmm. the fuck is Suge Knight? Right. You know? It's going to have to be for some OGs, some, like, creepy OGs who, like, reminiscing about Yeah, check out my doll collection. You feel me? (laughs) I got the whole original Death Row Snoop. Pop, Dre, all no, of them. Exactly. <laughs> That's like like a kidnapper's collection. <laughs> like, but you know what's crazy? Like, uh, like just to touch on something you just mentioned, man. Like, we look at these guys who own these labels and stuff like that, and we're like, man, these guys are businessmen, CEOs, yeah, whatever, whatever. And then come to find out that they was owned by someone who owns something that owns something else that mm-hmm. owns something else, and they really have no power in the situation <laughs> other than bringing putting on new artists. Yeah. Like, I'm tired of seeing that with, like, black labels. Like, Death Row is, like, despite, like, what Suge done, Death Row is one of the biggest success yeah. stories in hip-hop. Like, this guy is, is yeah. this is a guy who came from nothing, who, you know, built a label that was really freaking popular mm-hmm. in the early 90s. Extremely. Extremely popular and extremely successful in the early 90s. Mm-hmm. And has one of the, like, and has two of the biggest names in music Ever Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre, mm-hmm. those two people affiliated with Death Row. Well, and Tupac. If, yeah, I was gonna say mm-hmm. if it would be, uh, he didn't get to like reach his like mm-hmm. full potential because because he was murdered, obviously. But even even that Tupac was was really big. So you got a, a roster that has Tupac, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg. Like that is a very successful label and a very like it's a great success story. Mm-hmm. And then now a freaking toy company owns it. They're just gonna sit on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're just they gonna sit on that. Yeah, they're just gonna sit on that and collect royalty checks. Maybe like a kids' bop adapted version of it. <laughs> <laughs> a 
kids bop version of Hail Mary. Mm-hmm. A kids bop version of Hit 'em Up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hit them up. Hit them oh up. My God. Hit them up. If your friend is calling, hit them up. Hit them up. Hit them up. I, can I tell you, kids? Kids bop used to piss me off when I was a, as a kid. Honestly, I, I would love, see kids bop and I'm like, man, this is that. no, Loki. it's not. <laughs> Loki, some of them was killing it. You're not gonna send subliminal messages through my music to make me want to <laughs> do my homework. That's what we're not gonna do. Okay. <laughs> Those kids had great smiles. <laughs> Beautiful white children. <laughs> With bouncy flouncy hair. Oh my god. I'm like, yes, 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 that's what we needed in music. Turning turning uh having Disney versions and, and uh, Well, of it all helped these. to really bridge the gap between, you know, us young folks and <laughs> those older people singing with all that bass in their voice. Come I on. know, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like I need, I need something we need more ver- palatable to the air. <laughs> we needed versions of these songs. That, yeah, that that wasn't full of cuss words. No, we didn't and, need them, but no, they happened, no. and <laughs> and that was the past. And hopefully, we can keep it there. Yes. All right. Oh, um, oh God, I got so much to say on this. Oh the my VMAs. God, I'm tired. You, you take it away. Taylor Swift won. Like, I have so much to say about okay. Taylor Swift, who is one still milking the incident with Kanye West that took place. What was it like 2000 and Nine or something mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. maybe earlier. Yeah. And she just released a, a excerpt from her diary from that day when her album came out. No, she didn't. Yes, she did. I did not see that. Yes, oh, she released no. an excerpt from her diary from Leave that day that when it happened. Leave that family alone, and I'd never say that. <laughs> Yo, just let it go. Like you, Leave you have won. And and she does the same thing at the VMAs every single year. Oh, the, and the winner is, and mm-hmm. first of all, the nominees is Taylor Swift and a bunch of other mostly. Uh, mainly deserving people. I was gonna say, yeah, like <laughs> when you see the list with Taylor, it's like it's Taylor oh, Swift, shit. like that's and everybody list. else who actually deserves the award. And then there's no suspense because you know Taylor Swift is gonna win it. Period. And she always does the same thing. She looks at whoever she's, wh- whatever minority person that's currently fighting for their rights in America. Mm-hmm. She has one of them, one of their famous people sitting next to her as a representative, and she looks over to this person and acts so surprised. Oh my gosh. Me, a white woman, just won another award from MTV. Oh my gosh! As if MTV rewards, wow. as if MTV rewards hip hop culture, hardly, oh hardly. Or as if anyone listened to those songs, right? Who listened to that? Like, but anyway, who listened to that? She won video of the year, and and honestly, I'm not even somebody like. Even though I have a lot of critiques with Taylor Swift, there's some of her songs that I honestly secretly like. Like I do, like some some of her old songs, like right. not anything new. Um, or like now I can't think of anything in the past few years but uh-huh. in the past there were certain things that I actually kind of liked of course not to the degree that I like other people's music that constantly get passed over but I'm but this particular song or these songs that she's been coming I haven't even heard them being played no but I could just be living under a black rock <sighs> I don't know look that that music video, I think she got the, the the VMA for for that music video um I think you need to relax or something like that yeah which would seem like a force honestly. yeah it was definitely the a force she a went force. out and got every uh, ma- she got all the most famous popping members of the LGBTQIA mm-hmm. is that mm-hmm. did I get that right um of of, of, of did. yeah of that community she got all the faces mm-hmm. and all the famous people and all the popping people and just threw them in the video and this was clearly the forced diversity. It wasn't yeah. like it, it wasn't creative it diversity. Like you know what I'm saying. And really she got video of the year. I don't know her heart, but I didn't feel it. So I mean, I don't yeah. know. But um, but what we do know 
is that last mm. year she did make, according yes. to Forbes, yes. $185 million, um, whereas Beyonce made $81 million. So once again, the common theme of the evening is <laughs> twice as much, twice as hard, half as much, less than half as much, because... Beyonce's been working her ass off all year. Yes. And Taylor Swift is just like the machines behind her. And honestly, I'm not even trying to make this honestly about Taylor Swift. I don't think that's even a word because Taylor Swift is once again, insert any other white woman here. Right. Like we could insert somebody else in her position. And I'm not saying that she's she's been actively and proactively like problematic. Mm -hmm. But really, there's a lot of machines behind making Taylor Swift work. So like she can sit in that chair and be shocked because she didn't realize she wasn't doing anything. So that's why she was. (laughs) <laughs> All I did was put out mediocre right. records. Exactly. She was just like, I'm shocked. I'm surprised. And I mean, obviously, there's a level level of effort that goes into being an artist. I'm not saying she was not doing anything. But if you if anyone thinks that she's working anywhere near as hard as Beyonce, or if anyone thinks even even as hard as Ariana Grande, I, I can't even say she's working as hard as Ariana Grande. From what I see, I don't know. But yeah. it just seems as though there's a lot of machines. There's a lot of algorithms. I went on my top charts, top chart playlist um a few weeks a few days ago. All Taylor Swift songs right now on the on the billboards. And I'm like, I don't hear these. I don't. I don't hear this music. I don't hear people talking about this music. Like, I don't listen to Ariana Grande all the time, but I know when she has a, a hit song. Yeah, because people are playing it. People are talking about it. And Ariana Grande stuff crosses over. Yeah, to our like spaces. Yeah, you know what I mean, like none of Taylor so Swift stuff cross over. As to what's going on here, but I mean, I'm not that confused. I understand what's going on here. Yeah, I mean, I, I that, this is my problem. I mean, this, 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 the, her getting video of the of the year. I mean, mm-hmm. this is this is just my problem with with award shows. Period, because they invite all the hip hop stars and mm-hmm. all uh, all of our famous people, all of our <laughs> celebrities. They put mm-hmm. them in the front row. I feel like Cardi was talking they, about something like this. They too. put the camera on them all show mm-hmm. long. They're getting their reactions. They're getting their their dancing mm-hmm. to to show the to songs and everything. The fashion. They're they're interviewing them on the red carpet. When it comes when it comes time for winning, mm-hmm. they're not getting shit. Nope. And and nope. it's just like the, the hip hop is the cool kids. We yep. need the cool kids here to validate what we're doing, but then we're not going to reward them Ooh, can, for the hard we, work. We actually, what time is this? It's you gotta a, literally take that quote it's, it's and apply it to the NFL. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> and right. that whole deal to get black celebrities. Yeah, we, like, we let's need to bring get them here to dance. Yeah, we need the cool kids here mm-hmm, to cool validate here. our movement. Right to validate our very problematic establishment because everybody follows the cool kids. Exactly. So once we so get one, once we get we shield ourselves and yeah. protection of them. Yeah. Just you know, the NFL got the king of the cool yeah. kids. You know what I'm saying? So now we now yeah. So but uh, it applies to everywhere. Just to play devil's advocate for a little bit. Okay. With uh, what Taylor Swift made last year and what Beyonce made last year, mm-hmm. Taylor Swift is every freaking where, like commercials, mm-hmm. uh, radio ads, like That's she, true. she's everywhere. That's true. Beyonce has made herself scarce. Yeah, and mm-hmm. um, maybe she would. And and the thing is, maybe she wouldn't if she was everywhere that mm-hmm. Taylor Swift was. Maybe she wouldn't even be valued by that. Yeah, exactly. Much. Maybe no. she would have made less yeah. if she was everywhere. If she took everything they gave her, yeah. They would they would diminish her value. Yeah, because if Beyonce wanted to be in a commercial tomorrow, she mm-hmm. could do it. If exactly. she wanted to be on a radio ad tomorrow, she could do it. Exactly, especially because of how quickly people turn on you. Like yeah. you know, Cardi B mentioned something like this a few uh, last year that really I remember when she said it, it really stuck. Like I remember her talking about how she like you know didn't even really want to be famous and how she just wanted to make money and yeah. just like kind of lay low because she was just like, look, people like you one day and they don't. And right. Cardi B's been laying low for the past few months. Now I'm seeing a lot more people in the blogs talking shit about her. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? Like people are always trying it's, to. Move yeah, it was on. only a matter of time till uh-huh. till till they turn on because yeah. it, it happened to Nikki for yep. like ten years. Everybody yep. loved Nikki. Nikki, everything Nikki did was yep. gold. Uh-huh. Everything Nikki did was solid, and then. It's like, oh, we're tired of Nikki, uh-huh. so we're gonna shit we're gonna on her. Turn on her. E- to where even BET is throwing shade at her. Yeah, like, really, that was so disrespectful. You're, spo- you're supposed to be a, a, a television network where you're not taking sides. Well, okay? I mean, and really because they were, she was their headliner. Like, right. And so exactly. She's, so she's if she's still like she's still performing at these like shows that a lot of these top names won't perform at anymore. Right. You know, like. You don't, you don't see Beyonce at the BT Awards. No, like, you don't. But, you know, she made herself available and yeah. they shat on her. Yep. So I understand, like, you know, the frustration of being a woman in this industry. And I understand what Beyonce has to do. You, you know, sometimes you put yourself out there you, as it's almost as a target. Mm-hmm. You increase the surface area of people decide, determining what they don't like about you. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Like, even, even in the past few months where Beyonce's been coming out more frequently, I've been seeing more people say negative things about her. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, uh, she... Uh, People, people was talking shit about the movie. Oh, it's sounding like Beyonce. The um, the live action movie. You mean? Oh, she's bo- Beyonce the, starting to bore me. She's starting to annoy me. Blah. blah. I'm like, how is she living her life annoying? She had me? all like, of third. Like anyone who knows anything about Lion King, like Beyonce was in a minor role, and she did not hurt the movie. I don't know if you got to see. <laughs> I didn't even get to see it. I yet. got to see it. She she did just fine in that role. Yeah, all right, like, and people and people. And till this day, I'm gonna stand by it. I like the movie Carmen. I like the movie Obsessed. I thought Beyonce was fine. Carmen, Carmen was not that good. I loved it. <laughs> I don't care if it sounded like Beyonce. Carmen, Beyonce. Carmen was not that good. I okay? loved it. It was a great movie. It's a great hip hop. Now Obsessed. Um, that, she did that good. was that was good in Obsessed. That was good enough. I feel like people just don't want to believe. Like, and I feel when like you're this- such a powerhouse. Nobody wants to see you as anything. Else. Yeah, that's that's the thing too. Now uh, the storyline for Obsessed. I thought was was pretty um, was was pretty realistic. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's Idris Elba. Oh I yeah. Mean, so 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 what Ooh. white woman wouldn't? Yeah. What woman? Period. The way I be Ooh. seeing women talk about Idris Elba. And this is women my age. Idris Elba is well into oh. his forties, close to his fifties. And, and Idris Elba just married a girl my age, and I just missed it. Did he? Mm-hmm. That woman is like 28, 29. Damn. I didn't even realize that she was my age until I realized my age. I was like, oh shit. That wedding. I had a shot. Like, that wedding was like crazy. <laughs> no, I, I don't know if you shot. saw any pictures from it. Mm. That wedding was like amazing. Mm-hmm. But shout out to Idris Alba. But I think Beyonce did good and obsessed. Carmen was terrible overall. We're not gonna we're And I'm not gonna blame I'm not gonna blame Carmen being bad on Beyonce. That was just one of those movies. It was like a hood musical. Um so they got a bunch of artists that weren't necessarily actors <laughs> and actresses in that movie. Most so, Def was in it, right? Yes, Most Def was in it. Yes. Yeah, so um yeah, it wasn't <laughs> it was I it was care cool. What we have to say about this movie. <laughs> I'm going to always believe that Carmen was one of the best movies of all time. Next. <laughs> I remember watching it as a, when I was young and I was like, oh, this is amazing. All, all my favorite artists are here. But I watched it a few years ago as an adult and I was like, this, this See, is that's terrible. your problem. <laughs> Nobody asked you to do all of that. I said left it where it was at, yeah, right? should have left it. All right. This is an all interesting right. one. Yes. Yes, I wanted to really talk to you about this one. Mm-hmm. All right. So Willow Smith. Uh, Willow Smith, if you don't know and are maybe living under a rock, Willow Smith is a legend in the making, an icon. Um, the... Uh, the um, the byproduct of two legends. Yes. Um, <laughs> the offspring, the beautiful offspring of Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith. Um, they came together to form an amazing and revolutionary young woman named Willow Smith, who's a singer. Um, uh, I don't think she's, I don't know if she's acted yet. I don't think she's acted. I haven't she, seen, I haven't seen her. I think when she was younger, but she's mostly a singer and now a talk show, talk show host uh, on their hit on her family's hit 
talk show called The Red Table Talk on Facebook. Oh, she's on there regularly. Yeah. Okay. So she's really, you know, doing great and growing into her womanhood. She just turned 18. Mm-hmm. And on the show, she and her mom and grandma openly ex- ex- explore controversial topics and issues um, that are, you know, relevant uh, to, you know, um, relevant to what it's like growing up as a young person and particularly as it relates to dating. So uh, when in one of the recent episodes, Willow Smith uh, discussed her thoughts and feelings on monogamy uh-huh. and um, then went ahead and shared those thoughts. Um, let me pull that up. I, uh, did she share it with... What, did she share it on the show or with... This... Uh, did she share it with this reporter? This, this, I, I don't know what she shared. I, okay, I on saw... The, on Red Table Talk. So I, saw, I saw this too, but... Okay, so she, so she shared this on the Red Table Talk. Basically, she said, I love men and women equally. And so I would definitely... In her, in her version of... Uh, what a good relationship was I would definitely want One man and one woman I feel like I can be Poly uh, Fidelitous uh, With those two people Is that a word? I never heard of it I never had to use it So But <laughs> I haven't had the luxury Of having to use that word <laughs> Poly Poly fidelitous. I feel um, like if I said that To a woman I, I would look stupid But go ahead <laughs> you would, Cause you would just sound Like a nigga <laughs> Yo, I'm just I'm just I'm poly, poly, f- f- poly Fidelity, fidelity got, You feel me We gotta burn this article Niggas can't get a hold of this Because once they do you know what I mean, I shorty? You. I'm true to her and true to you. I'm poly fidelitous. I didn't no. tell you that? All right. So uh, here's her thoughts. Monogamy, I feel, actually inhibits you from learning those skills of evolving past those feelings of insecurity and jealousy. I thought that was an interesting, very, very interesting quote. And I was wondering okay. what, what your thoughts on that were. Um. Well, my first thoughts is, how old is Willow? 18? Because she's 18. What the hell are you talking about, Willow? Okay, <laughs> like yeah, you know what I'm saying. What do you mean? Um, I'm not too uh, I'm not too keen on because I feel like you don't know, especially like matters of the heart, like relationship wise. Like I still feel like you're very naive before like your 20s, mm-hmm. and and like you you you. She might be 20 in a few years when she's 25. She might look back and be like, "What the hell was I talking about?" Mm-hmm. She could be 20. She could be married by the time she's 25, and yeah. and be with one person and have a family and just want to be with this one person for the rest of her life. So, um, from that standpoint, I'm like, Willow, you 18. Like, what the hell are you talking about? But mm-hmm. I will take what she said. There, some for the most part, people that that don't believe in, um, polyamorous relationships, mm-hmm. it had it does have a lot to do with insecurity and jealousy. Yeah, because for most people will say, why don't you want to do a polyamorous relationship? Mm-hmm. I ain't trying to share you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't. I can't see you with somebody being happy with somebody yeah. else. You know what I'm saying? So it does have a lot to do with those feelings, and not saying that those like people who are in polyamorous relationships, um, that those feelings are completely feelings gone though. because I think those are just human, human nature. nature. You know, you don't want to. Um, it's it's hard to if you're with somebody, you know, and you walk into the room like it's. Let's say you're part of a polyamorous relationship, yeah. and let's say you're in the kitchen washing the cleaning up or whatever. You walk into the bedroom and you see. That your man and, mm-hmm. and, and and your girl don't got it started a little bit. You might feel a little bit of ways. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But um Yeah, and I think I here's what I think. Yeah. Oh, sorry, no, yeah, no, 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 go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, so my thing my thoughts are I, I think this is arguable. Yeah. I don't think what she said was absolutely ridiculous. No. Um I it's think, not ridiculous. I don't yeah, know. I don't think no. it was absolutely ridiculous. But I do think it is a generalization and not completely true. Yeah. Because I I don't think like I do like I think that monogamy like I would prefer to be in a monogamous relationship, mm-hmm. not because, um, not because of like, oh, my dude could be like dealing with or 
whatever. Because I think that has to do with the foundation and when you think about the core of a family yeah. and my values, right? So if I care about, like, if I know that I, I can feel like I'm the type of person, if I meet you and I really like you, I want to learn you. Like, I want to really yeah. get to know you. I want to explore you. Like, I want to really take the time to sit down and dissect you. Right. And, you know, I, and I want to, and that requires energy, effort, and attention. Mm-hmm. I, like, I've been, over the past few weeks, I've been dating and talking to a few more people than I would like to, to be honest, because people just be texting you and shit. You got to text back and you got to call. Your energy becomes so diverted. <laughs> and when you're sensitive and about- you got to answer the phone yeah, and shit. I know Addy don't I'm like not, to do I those things. I don't, I don't. <laughs> you know, I'm very sensitive in particular about my yeah. energy. That's why if I need Addy to answer me by Wednesday, I'll text her like Sunday night. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Exactly. That's <laughs> you see, he knows. So I don't really like that. Like, I don't really like, I know how my energy is precious. Like, yeah. I like, I, if I'm not dealing with somebody that I really care about, then I like to be alone. So, um, you know, and not to say I haven't, I've dated multiple people at the same time. That's, I've done that. But in terms of like declaring a relationship or some type of bond, if I'm like in love with you and I'm, and, and, and I'm having and developing all of these feelings and I like some people can do that. They can find themselves uh, in both places, but I think it takes a very specific person. And, um, and I don't think that it's necessarily, that's necessarily the case for everybody. So I think this is a generalization, but I do think maybe we, you know, as a society, People should look within themselves and maybe question the assumption of monogamy right. a little bit more, especially if it doesn't pertain to them. I think that there's all types of sexualities and all types of um, areas that people explore within themselves. And I think that like kind of how we're socialized into thinking just a bunch of different things about life, one of them being monogamy. Um, maybe that doesn't work for you. And maybe like you are the type of person who can do that. Yeah. And polyamory. And maybe you can find the right people for you who are also interested in doing that. So um, also just to challenge what you said about her being 18 like I feel like she's grown up in a household where she's seen a very unconventional marriage and I think she's seen and witnessed how that has like you know what that I foundation mean, has looked we, like we've seen like we've seen her like rumors about like Will and Jada's marriage but we don't they've know imp- any of that they've stuff implied, is true they've implied that have they? oh they absolutely have mm. I <laughs> they well, absolutely have implied it for yeah. sure so I think like when you hey, po- you, polyamory is, is not for, for us regular yeah bro- I was gonna say people, people do what they see no <laughs> Not for regular broke people. Exactly. Also, like, also, like for me, I've considered like a possibility of polyamory. If like, mm-hmm. for me, I just want to know that you're invested in me, and I think that's what Jada and Will have. Right? They're invested in each other. They're building a family. Like their foundation is them. Like they may because they they have needs and they're rich. They can explore other things. Yeah. But they're not leaving each other for no, somebody right. else. You know but, what I but mean? But was what they had polyamory? Amory or was it an open like kind of situation? Because I think I being think open and polyamory is two completely different things. Allegedly looks open, right? Allegedly so that's that's two open. completely different things. Polyamory I mean, is like I love you, well, I and mean, I love her too. Yeah, and we all gonna be but together. But I think that's possible within open relationships too. That like depends on the type of Man. open relationship, right? Like yeah, there's the traditional open relationship where it's like all right. We're together, but we hook up with other people. Yeah. And we either tell each other or we don't, and there's no feelings involved in those connections. I feel like you got to tell the other person. Yo, I got a booty call. I'm about to go. Some people like, choose not to. Then that's cheating. But, <laughs> like if you're not well, no. telling, yes, if, if cheating, you're not te- cheating, is lying. So cheating is like cheating or not is, cheating is also not telling. Cheating is lying about a situation. But if we both agree that we're gonna do what we want to do and not say that's a that's an agreement. So that's not no, cheating. But, oh, I I assume open means open and on like open. We're yeah. open with so each other. It's an open relationship, which yeah. means okay, we're open with I'm about to go on this date Friday night. So or we're open with our sexual proclivities. Some I know people who've been in open relationships where it's like, now nah, we don't say nothing. Like we're just gonna continue. Man, like, that motherfucker's cheating on me. 
Well, you know, it's like, an open relationship like how uh, with Dro had and 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 insecure. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, he got he got the key to another John place, right? And all but that. he's not, but he's not leaving his wife, right? So like, yeah. So for some people that works, and honestly, here's another thing I think that makes it different. Yeah, if both people have the same fair shot mm-hmm. of bagging niggas slash girls, right? Right. So like, if I'm like, if you're a dude and you just bagging crazy girls, like you just. Out here, your lifestyle just lends to you meeting a bunch of people, yeah. ending up in a bunch of situations with a bunch of other women. I don't think that you're a good candidate for this because then if I'm like somebody who like you know I have a, like maybe I'm a teacher, I go I go to work and I come home, right. I'm not out in the clubs, I'm not meet, really meeting people. And so or, or, so like real life because because you know the things I get into like <clears throat> you know I'm around a lot of you know oh god of, you know what I'm saying so, I'm anyway, just saying like <laughs> so yeah so if you had a partner who was or, like or, not hang, in or that hanging situation, out with Addy. Yeah. Oh my god <laughs> If you had a partner Who was not in that situation And had a very different Lifestyle from right, you That wouldn't true. be equitable And I found so many Like the dudes I know mm-hmm. Who are like You know I love them But they fuck boys um, they, They've been in open relationships Where they've purposefully Selected girls Who won't take advantage Of that that clause Like yeah. they, the, the girls are Understandable Understanding enough To allow it to happen But it doesn't mean That that's something That they want And a lot of guys Take advantage of that loophole Because once again As women We're conditioned to please men So even if it's not Something that we want We're more likely to Oblige to it Because a lot of us Are just happy to be In a relationship Or happy to get what we can From a man that we want And I think that That's another way I've seen it abused So I think there's a lot A lot that just Kind of needs to be Established within yourself First like you literally have to be a solid ass individual at the very least before you even start talking about stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that's the thing. Like you I know? feel like people have uh, this whole misconception about polyamorous relationships. Like you have to give, like you have to give both women or both guys or whatever you're doing. They have you have to give them as much. Like you have to be equal with mm-hmm. what you're giving them. It's not just. I think a lot of people just look at it as. Oh, especially guys Like, we just look at it as Oh, I get to have two girls Yeah And I can have threesomes Whenever I want And it's oh, like, no like so much more You to have it. to All those things that you're required To be in a relationship With one woman mm-hmm. You you have to do that For both women Yep And I know For a fact I'm letting down one girl so, yep. Okay, so I don't need Another girl coming in And getting let down too So Exactly <laughs> You think there's peace In Akon's household? No. Nope. Akon's in a uh, He has like Seven wives Akon's rich as hell though. Yeah, that's true and I forget what country he's from. What country in Africa he's from? Sen- I think Senegal. Sen- Senegal. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, that, that's, yeah. that's that's how y'all men get down. Over there. Oh. <laughs> Let me not do that. Um, but no, but all right. Well, I do. I do feel like um. No, she has she has some good points. Um, yeah. You know, as far as like but, the feelings of insecurity and jealousy, because mm-hmm. those are the first things that come up. The the first reason you reject a polyamory situation or even an open relationship situation uh-huh. is it has to do with insecurity or jealousy or both. Is it? No, I don't think that's the. I don't think that's the. If if I know who I am and I know my values, like I said, yeah. like if I know who I am and I know what I want and I know that I am personally capable of your per like if I know that I want somebody and I want to feel like I'm enough for somebody else, yeah. And I, I, and and for me that means like really having us be on the same page about like. Where we are sexually, where we are, because the thing is, like, let's not be in a relationship, right? Like, until, like, un- if if you don't want to be in one right now, like, if that's the issue, um, then like, let's not do it, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but whenever you're ready, like, let's do it, right? And because I would want to know that I have, I would, I would want to know that I am, have the same values as the person I'm with. Um, that's my thing. So I don't know. I think, but but I do think that by and large, like what you said mm-hmm. about like when people do hear that. 
monogamy. Oh, like let's be together. Like oh, or like let or maybe people challenging monogamy. Like that yeah. is some oftentimes like the initial reaction. Like, yeah, it's it's, it's, it's only because you want to be messing with two people at the same time. Yeah, you, you not have no intentions of being because you had you still have to be a really good mm-hmm. solid man and, for those two oh women God, that you have talk about men choosing to do this i think more women should be in polyamorous relationships oh, let's not women let's not give, start that we're literally conditioned to please it's men. a shame we're like, out of time on this topic we're gonna have to <laughs> we are literally conditioned to please men to uh-huh. give them and to give and to give and yet uh and so if anyone has the actual capacity to give more it's uh-huh. women. We are actually socialized to do that. To provide okay. to take we we've taken on a lot of those roles within society to give of ourselves. You know, we're the ones calling, checking in, making sure you're okay, checking, looking out for your life, da 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 da. Whereas you have these dudes having break babies and all types of shit. Um so oh, you know, if anybody who's capable of taking care of the heart is <laughs> the woman. So it's just like if anything for me, I'm like shit, I should be the one with two niggas, not you with two who who first of all, hey, who look. you gonna find who you gonna who who would you find next to me that I would be okay with that? Well, you know what? I know I know a couple <laughs> women that got you. Besides Beyonce. That's true. Michelle but Obama. I do feel like whoever it is, whoever the odd person is, let's say you got two dudes, like, you got to be the one. If you got two niggas, they, they, you can't have two dudes providing for you. You got to be the one providing for them and doing all of that. Well, yeah. So uh, that's I what mean, I'm you saying. Know how many if, if you n- can niggas, manage the two. Niggas live in girls' homes every day. <laughs> Eat their food and their kids' food every single day. Every single day, Talk you know bit, this is baby, true. You can leave you know, twenty. You can leave twenty you know for me while you go to work. You, you can leave twenty for me while you go to day. work. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> and the girls are just so happy to be with somebody. I want, I want to go to Chick Fil A for themselves to have another dependent for, to which they're not getting a tax return for. Oh man, unacceptable. <laughs> okay, next um, oh, last whew. topic. Um, we can just do this one quickly. Pornhub is planting a tree for every one hundred videos watched. <laughs> Look, I, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I done planted about three trees last night. I'm just gonna. Be- <laughs> you have a serious problem. Is that a problem? And you must be watching a lot of really. Now, do they wait? Do they mean that you have to watch it from beginning to end? Because, like, I, I mean, I'm gonna keep it a buck. I don't. I, I haven't seen a, a porn video on, on Pornhub from beginning to end <laughs> ever in my life. Like, I, I can't buy <laughs> right. You, I, I always wonder who does. Like, you know yeah, what? who sits there and actually watches like the dot, the fake ass dialogue in the beginning, the you know, the, the fake ass foreplay that goes down, and then like usually I'm taking skip, my finger and I'm going to the middle, that. right? Like, skip to the middle, and then like, when you're when you're done relieving yourself allegedly, yeah, I, 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 I don't watch any of this. Nonsense. After you feel shame and, and embarrass me, you're like you no. shut it down because you know the government's watching, so you. Some, some some CIA agent just watched me. Damn, some CIA agent just watched watch me finish you. myself off. Oh, definitely. Oh my goodness! All right, now well, question. I got a question though. Okay, if you if you home by yourself, do you still put the put, put the volume down? No. Oh, you just leave it. Oh, okay. okay. Because yeah. <laughs> nah, I do the Allegedly. same shit. If I'm by myself, I'm not putting the volume down no more. Like <laughs> fuck that shit. Like from the time I started watching porn, first of all, the first like ten years I was watching porn, I didn't know what the video sounded like. Okay, dead. Because <laughs> what I was, was the first porn you watched? How old are you? Um shit. I was I was kinda young. I was like uh <sighs> I wanna say I was about twelve. I was in sixth grade. That was the first time I watched porn. 
mm. in sixth grade. Better than so me. I was about I was about twelve. Um, and back then, that's back when like you know how the AOL used to send a disc to your crib. Mm-hmm. You know, this was before like online porn was what it is now. So you'd only get like the trailers. So I used to be trying to get it in in like thirty seconds <laughs> and refreshing the page and getting it in. Like you know what I'm saying? Like that's what I used to have to do. Gathering your magazines. <laughs> Your right. magazines that look like that look like overclothed Instagram models. <laughs> Yo, in pantsuits, and you sitting there get jerking yeah, off. Yeah, you the like damn, turning the wow. page and everything that like fabric that. Fabric is so skin tight. You had to really use your imagination back mm-hmm. then when you was watching porn. Now yeah. you get the whole you get, you get, get the get whole shit on your Instagram yeah, feed. Exactly, that's true. That's very need, true. You don't even need them. Yo, you've been on. T- yeah, I was looking at Twitter on the bus the other day, and what happened? A, Man, something came up on my timeline and like I don't know if the lady next to me was watching the whole time while I was scrolling or mm-hmm. she just happened to glance over, but she seen this this like it was like somebody shared a video of people like fucking on the Twitter feed. Mm-hmm. And I was scrolling past it and I stopped and looked at it and she looked over at me like I was the most sinful, disgusting person in the world. And I was like, Well, that's why you gotta mind your business. You know what I'm saying? Don't be looking at people's <laughs> phones. All right. You don't know what I'm trying to do on this bus. All right. But yeah, so Pornhub is planting a, a tree for every 100 videos watched. So they they're gonna be in the hole for like about a million trees. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're gonna have somebody will say they're gonna basically recreate the Amazon. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, which is great because we need the oxygen. Yeah, I that's, can't breathe right now. That's so. true. Although I don't believe in climate change, so you know. Well, yeah. No, we I'm, just, I'm just trolling. We I'm don't sure. believe in you, so <laughs> just trolling. All right, let's go to break so we can get to the blood whistle. Yes, man, we got a we got a brand new song that's gonna debut on this break. It's Bagoda by my guy Brutini. Um, so make sure y'all stay locked in for that. That's coming up. Uh, we will be back with Blow the Whistle. You're listening to Ben Talks right here live on Radio Free Brooklyn with Addy. With Addy the baddie. Yes. And. Uh, you know. Still got the fatty. Still got it. It hasn't gone anywhere. In case. Because <laughs> I know y'all don't see me. Here's Riquetti <laughs> with Lost One. Uh. V notes. So now you want to show up. Now you want to count me, text me, page me. Now I want to. I finally move on it. Now you want to roll up. Now you won't text back You took me off home, huh? I remember being stressed I remember being vexed I remember being pressed To push it to the left And I remember I'm a boss Remember I got the sauce Had to leave your ass alone Yeah, I had to dust you off I'm over it. You're too late, baby. That's too bad. 
Yeah, you bored in the bleachers. I'm a ball in arenas. Shit, I crawl in the beamer. Got a call from the skeezer. Too black like arenas. Too hot for a feature. Too high with a reefer. My shit pop with the speakers. Wanna know where I'm at though? Where the bitch gotta lay low? Fuck, shorty, then case closed. Need a bag that's facts though. She sucking me off. I'm daddy for sure. I'm calling it all. Shorty want me no more. Let's get it, let's get it. Look at the tag, I'm getting the bag. Shit don't connect, the vibe is a lag. Shorty attached, she see I'm a lit. Space in the back, goes through trips. Tell her to bring all her friends, shorty, you know what it is. Who can hit me is lit, they wanna come back to the crib. Look at the way that I live, we popping like we cracking sip. Baby, you're vibing the field, the mission is over, I kill. Catch me on Linux as well, nigga, I bowed a fast. Talking that hot out your mouth, now you not making a sound. School, I started a half, baby, ain't killing so pound. Shorty is frontin' for now, she on it, you missing me, wow. I don't snitch for the law, smell a pack in the court. You lose shit for the courts, get it back, that's for sure. Fergie, baby, niggas know now, after many, I'm the show now. Hit his move like the soap pound, St. Pat and the ghost now. Yeah, you bored in the bleachers, I'm a ball in arenas. Shit, I crawl in the beamer, got a call from the skeezer. Too black like arenas, too hot for a feature. Too high with a reefer, my shit pop with the speakers. Wanna know where I'm at? Go with a bitch, gotta lay low. Fuck shorty, then case closed. Need a bag that's facts, though. She's sucking me off. I'm daddy for sure. I'm calling it all. Shorty want me no more. Let's get it, let's get it. Ayy, dog. Y'all niggas should know the vibe already, man. It's 2018. I'm tired of fucking with y'all niggas. It's time to apply pressure on y'all bum ass fake niggas. Are you shitting me? Are you kidding me, nigga? Idiots. Fucking stupid niggas. Oh, it's a good time when you listen to some Fergie, baby. Yes, he's fire. Yes, he is, he's man. Gonna, he's going to blow up. I feel it. Yeah, he is. He, is. he definitely is. All right, we're back. Radio Free Brooklyn. Ben Talks. It's your boy, Ben Lewis. Addy the baddie. Yeah, I'm still bad. <laughs> no, I got to stop calling myself a baddie. Why? If you, it's, it's like if you call yourself that, other people have to call you that? Is, is that what it is? I'll never not be a baddie. See it? <laughs> well, I was accused of being 16 this weekend, so can't stop me now. Uh, again, should put, no, no, they shouldn't have put that seat in my head. Again, I'm still again, again, that young lady wanted to sleep with you. <laughs> well, okay. Well, she's smart. She know she, where it's at. She wanted to sleep with you. Mm-hmm. She wanted to uh, take you home. That's what happened. She knows where it's at. Yes, but uh, we we here for Blow the Whistle, and we're going to get right into it. So a Michigan legislature wants to keep Michigan white, mm. and um, I brought up the uh, YouTube clip. Is that this woman? Is that her? Uh, that's not the legislator. That's not her. Is, no, she's I'm, the I'm, one that's saying. Is that her? She, she was the one that was saying she's that she's from the forties. <laughs> <laughs> like she literally stepped out of the forties. She's the one that was talking about. We need to do as much as we can. Well, well, okay. well I'll play about like. Uh, well, she she clearly has never left her house since <laughs> since the nineteen twenties. She still puts pies on her windowsill to cool instead. Of, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh, just uh, I'm gonna play about like uh, 30 seconds of it, okay. and then we'll, we'll get to talking about it. Oop, got the volume down. But as far as having um, this ain't your porn, so um, you can turn it up. I can't hear anything. Is it playing? Moving in, we have no problem with that. Um, okay. But where it's wrong is when you have uh, a white 
a white woman and a black husband, um, a white wife and a black husband together, that's wrong, and vice versa. Well, and why is that? It's simply what? It's simply against the Bible. Like I was telling her, uh, God created Adam and Eve, same kind, same race all around, and that's how He wants that. He's our example right there. Talk about what you want. What what is it that you want Marysville to stay? You said something in particular uh, that um, you wanted it to stay white. Tell us about that. Well, just that uh, is it's uh, a nice city the way it is. We have uh, meaning white. If if um, if black people, if a black couple wants to move in, fine. But to um, but to have the mixed uh, marriage, no. Talk about though, but why why then say uh, it should stay white? Then talk about the and that's okay if you feel like that. I'm I mean as far as a journalist, you know, mm-hmm. um, what why do you think? I mean, you're entitled to your opinion. Why do you think Marysville? <laughs> you send her up. We like it the way it is. We moved when we moved here. Uh, we didn't know anything about it initially, and um, we have just been comfortable with the way it is. Is there anything anyone? All right, but- <laughs> comfort. <laughs> All right. Well. All right. Well, this 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 woman. Um, this is a lawmaker, right? Was she? Is she a candidate? Yes, she's a candidate. Okay. Well. Oh my God. I mean, I'm sure she. I'm sure that there's a lot of people who agree. Yeah, of course, of course, and especially yeah. in this in this world in this climate that we live in, of course, a lot of people agree mm-hmm. with her. Um, now, the reason this is on, you know, blow the whistle is because, I mean, you're 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 running for office in this place, <laughs> so which means that again, like you mentioned earlier when we first started mm-hmm. the show, white people tend to have. Their power of discretion. Yeah, the power of discretion in a lot of situations that we have no power in. Mm-hmm. And so, if she gets put into office, is she gonna not allow a, mm-hmm. a interracial couple to buy a home in, right. in the community? Right. And or provide like unnecessary obstacles, right, for them to get it. You can have your opinion, but yeah. like about your, your your thoughts. But when uh, actually, you can't really have that those kind of opinions, though. Right. To be honest, when you're a lawmaker, I think that like that is. <laughs> well, like when you're trying to be one, at I least. really don't think that you should. I don't like. I really don't think you should have those kind of opinions when you're a lawmaker. Oh, um, my I'm assuming went to law school, <laughs> like right, like these things. And the fact that she feels bold enough to even talk about it. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. But um, obviously, this is no surprise. Um, no. And we do know what the consequences of hire, of putting somebody like this in office would be. Yeah. This would mean that, you know, like when she's persecuting cases that involve black people, we have to then raise an eyebrow as to how mm-hmm. she would go about that. Right. You know, um, obviously, she really is just comfortable is the word with white people. Yeah. And doesn't really... Um, and this and this just her and her being put into office would just continue a trend mm-hmm. of out of touch old mm-hmm. white men and old white women right. who are out of touch who aren't aware of how society is moving now or who just don't care of the advances mm-hmm. and and the tolerance that is afforded to people in society nowadays mm-hmm. looking seeking for seats in, in office yep. and looking to have power to enact whatever opinions that they have mm-hmm. against minorities and in her case interracial couples mm-hmm. 
Because supposedly a black couple, which I doubt she would want to mm-hmm. live next door to her or across the street from her or in her neighborhood, period. I doubt she would make it easy for a black couple mm-hmm. to move in, let alone, let alone an interracial couple. Correct. Why? Because it's hurting the whiteness of the of the neighborhood. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Man. And this is someone running for office. Mm. Well, on to uh, more people exercising discretion, more white folks exercising their discretion. So the Oregon Police Department Mm -hmm. is in a little bit of hot water because they decided that um, they really needed to nab a bank robber. Okay, so they digitally altered a suspect's mugshot. Now, it would be hard to miss Tyrone Lamont Allen's facial tattoos. The 50-year-old's forehead is covered in a delicate script reaching from his eyebrows to his hairline. A single teardrop under his left eye while his right cheek is unmistakably inked with a looping design. So when authorities got a tip that Allen was behind a string of bank and credit union robberies in Portland, Oregon, uh, there was one major problem. None of the tellers had mentioned seeing any tattoos on the robber's face. But that didn't stop them, of course. When you don't actually have the right guy, you turn the guy that you have into the guy that is a suspect. I mean, we just saw this with what the documentary, the Central Park Five. Yep. Yep. Yeah, they didn't have the right person mm-hmm. or right people for the crime, so, so they just altered documents and divine intervention. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they altered things and altered documents and altered uh, images and 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 statements so that the people that the the wrong people that they arrested would actually turn out to be the right person. Mm-hmm. And in this situation, they're what they now they got this guy, I mean he he's he's a crim he's already has a record. Uh-huh. But adding to his record sure as hell isn't gonna help his case. No. And I mean just because someone has a record doesn't mean they deserve to go down for something that they didn't do. Yep. And that's exactly what this these Oregon police officers are trying to do by yeah. altering an image and poorly mind you. Really bad. I mean <laughs> They're like the sepia filter. <laughs> he looked washed out. Yeah, like this. Like this that is, shadow where that big tattoo oh was gosh, on his eyebrow. Come on. <laughs> come on. Come on. Now Yo. he look now he look light skinned. Yeah. Instead of actually trying to instead Find of actually saying actual yeah, instead of actually saying, okay, we're back to square one, mm-hmm. they're just like, nope, we're gonna make this guy guilty because for whatever reason, we got right. a hard on for him and we want to lock him up. Yes, because he has tattoos on his face and he must be a poor decision maker. Yeah. And therefore, the person... I mean, you who, got a tattoo on your face. You are a poor decision sure, maker. Sure. But. <laughs> but maybe not that poor that you would go ahead and murder someone. Yeah, right. And, and this is just this Is just wrong. Is this for murder or robbery? No, it's a bank robbery. Yeah, so... Yeah. But still, I mean, it, instead, instead of actually going out to find the right guy... And, his, his, and they're not interested in justice like these, you know what I mean? No. Like, no, they're not. Yeah. They're interested in... There's, there's, and, and uh, police departments and especially certain precincts there's certain people that they've been trying to lock up and get rid of for a long time mm-hmm. and maybe they don't get to um you know this person keep getting off and so they try to pin something on them to lock them up mm-hmm. for a long time and this could be the case with this guy that's what's going on right now yep they just needed that final seal is that the person who they found in the case um this is the image of the person who they actually found or the person who the person who's that a actually did it. who actually yeah. did it. Yeah, who actually okay, did now it. can you go back to the other image again? Because he actually kind of looks like him. <laughs> I don't think it's him, but it kind of resembles it's not, him. It's not him. It's but. not him, but it does resemble him. But it's like there's actually... Huh. 
Wait, go back up? That's not him. Because that person it. had tattoos. He has tattoos. He has tattoos on his face. This guy doesn't have any tattoos. And it didn't look like he put makeup on his face. No. And that's why the, the, the teller said the guy, they yeah. described the guy who didn't have any tattoos. And so they made wow. this picture. Wow. I mean, they chose a compelling person minus the tattoos. You're saying all black, all black dudes look alike? No, Eddie? but these particular two really do <laughs> minus the tattoos. It might be father and son. That's <laughs> I'm dead. Wait, that's <laughs> fucked up though. Wow. That's really grimy. They really would have gotten away with it too. Who, who caught them? It wasn't for you, man. No, this is just this is the suspect. I don't know if he's caught. Oh no, I mean, but who um, who who caught that they altered those photos? Um, it says. Uh, let me see. So when authorities got tipped, the Allen was behind the string of credit break unions. None of the tellers mentioned. Oh yeah, Allen was charged with a crime after police took an unusual step. As the Oregonian Oregonian first reported Friday, investigators used Photoshop. So this is a newspaper outlet mm-hmm. that caught them. Uh, used Photoshop to digitally alter his mugshot, covering up his distinctive tattoos. Mm. Two of the tellers who weren't told that the image had been edited subsequently picked him out of a photo array of five similar-looking men and identified him as the robber. Because <laughs> all us black dudes look alike. Oh, oh dear. Yeah. Well, um, we got like uh, two minutes. Yeah, um, I think we should. Those are some of the old topics, so we don't have to talk okay, about them. Well, we can kind of wrap it up. Yeah, man. Um. Mm-hmm. What are you getting into this weekend? Oh, wow. It is a long weekend. Um, yeah. Oh, it's Labor Day already. I yeah. Really forgot. I'm, oh, yeah. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to find some people to move into my apartment. Um, We're going to be down to two of us again. Yeah. So, you know, that process is exactly where I'm trying to leave. Yeah. Um, Because, you know, finding one person versus like three every, mm-hmm. every month. It's rough. Different. Yeah. So, um, luckily, there's been some promising looking folks. So, I'm going to check that out. I'm going to a party on Sunday. Saturday, I plan... That should be fun. Yeah. Um, um, some young men are fortunate enough to be able to be taking me out on a date this week. Oh, there um, you go, Addy. A few. All right. Get you some free meals. <laughs> I would never use a man for that. It's okay. You can say it. They're not listening. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no. Things are going to be cool this weekend. God will make it so. <laughs> That's good. How That's about good. your weekend? I'm going to watch. College football starts this weekend, like officially. No. That's not what he's going to do. That's he's going to exactly find a barbecue gonna to go do. to and not tell me about it. That's, <laughs> That's what exactly do. what I'm going to do. College football. I'm watching college football all weekend long. Okay. Starting tonight. We it starts got, on Labor Day weekend. How lame. What you mean? How lame? There's things to be done outside. Yeah. Like watch college football. Uh-uh. That's all I plan on doing. Go and experience okay? like the real world. I'll see if I can get into a cookout, <laughs> or, so, a cookout or two. I'll oh, see what's going please on. Please somebody. Please be his friend. I'll see. The boy um, friend. <laughs> <laughs> don't go anywhere. Here now Richard sees up next. This has been Ben Talks. Everyone enjoy your weekend, the extended weekend. Happy Labor Day weekend. Um, if you go to the parkway, stay safe. Um, if you find a cookout, hit me up on Ben Lewis Radio. Let no, me please know where don't. It's hit at. me up. Because <laughs> he won't relay that information to me. <laughs> All right. Everyone have fun. Good weekend. Peace out.